This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. It is Wednesday, April 15th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. For the first time, a Princeton, New Jersey company is offering military-grade technology to first responders that they hope will save lives during this pandemic. They are called the X2MR glasses. Third Eye Gen says the glasses have a thermal sensor that allows a paramedic to take a, a patient's temperature without having to touch them. Wow, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, they say they send real-time audio and video back to the hospital, so that could mean that a doctor 100 miles away or wherever the doctor might be could see exactly what the medic is dealing with from the camera's point of view from the glasses. The glasses can show multiple screens with face, rec- rec- <laughs> face recognition technology that can link to a patient's medical history within seconds. Under a pilot program spearheaded by former Congressman Kurt Weldon, a former fire chief, Marcus Hook trainer, and upper Marion fire departments will be the first in the country to have access to these glasses. So for a while, Kathy, they they had the the initial thing, which was the the Google Glass. You remember those yeah, uh, remember glasses they're marketing, and then on the other side, Microsoft was doing some stuff, some technology that actually started to incorporate its way into um, you know surgery uh, theater theaters and stuff like that. So this is a a, a very positive uh, progression for that. That's going to mean a lot to these people who are right on the front lines. Yeah, so eight pairs of the 1800 glasses are being paid for uh, by Energy Transfer and Sunoco. Weldon says his goal is to push the government and corporate sponsors to provide one of these sets of glasses for every fire and rescue unit in America. Officials in Philadelphia said Tuesday numbers show a stabilizing in daily case count of the coronavirus and city leaders say there's evidence that the stay-at-home order is having a measurable impact. Uh, It's cautious optimism, however, as officials say that stay-at-home order needs to remain in place. The city reported 7,130 cases with 206 deaths on Tuesday. Officials said 103 or 50% of the deaths are nursing home residents. Health Commissioner Thomas Farley said the numbers for Tuesday could be low due to some labs not updating their counts. Farley also said that while there may be stabilizing in terms of case count, officials are seeing an increase in the number of people who are being treated at area hospitals for coronavirus. The virus is still circulating in the city, Farley said, so stay home. On Tuesday, Mayor Jim Kenney, uh, Jim Kenney said an inmate in the city's jail system died from the coronavirus. Commissioner Blanche Carney said 120 inmates have been tested for COVID-19. Three inmates are currently hospitalized. On Monday, uh, Mayor Kenney said that he's now facing a redoing of the city budget and is asking for support from the federal government to, among other priorities, replace lost revenue. Kenney is also asking for more rapid testing, personal protective equipment, and support for housing, small businesses, and Medicaid. He, uh, said, he said the city is still at risk for a surge. Right now, Kenny said health is a priority. Uh, the Philadelphia International Airport re- will receive $161 million in emergency funds. Officials said Tuesday the funds are part of the nation's CARES Act that is committing $10 billion to airports across the country. However, for the city, this does not apply to the general operating budget. Shuttered because of the coronavirus, several center city stores have now become the targets of criminals. Last week, the glass storefront at Mitchell and Ness Sporting Goods store was shattered and high-end athletic wear was stolen. Just a block away, the DTLR sneakers store at Broad and Chestnut was hit in the middle middle of the night, and then a state store was also the target of a break-in. The quiet streets of quarantine apparently is making center city ripe for burglars. According to police records, since the city has been shut down, commercial burglaries skyrocketed 71% in the past month and up 
to 20% from the beginning of the year. So many shops are actually choosing uh, to board up their businesses. So yeah, if, you see, yeah. if you see them boarded up, this is the reason why. All right, let's do sports this morning. <laughs> Employees of Major League Baseball teams, including the Phillies, are participating in a massive study that will test up to 10,000 people for coronavirus antibodies and should offer researchers a better sense of how widespread the disease is in major metropolitan areas across the U.S. The study, which is being run by Stanford University, USC, and the Sports Medicine Research and Testing Laboratory, will use test kits that draw blood and can offer results within 10 minutes. A positive test would confirm a person did contact coronavirus, even if he or she is uh, asymptomatic. The goal of the study is to get a better sense of the virus's true infection rate by utilizing a nationwide sample. MLB is able to coordinate logistics and ensure participation from a wide range of people, including players, front office staff, concession workers, and others, making the league the right choice for the study, according to the doctors and researchers running it. The Tour de France, the world's most famous cycling race, has been added to the list of sporting events called off. It might still take place this year. (laughs) It might still take place this year, but the three-week race won't start as scheduled on June 27th uh, in the Riviera city of Nice. French President Emmanuel Macron announced that all public events with large crowds have been canceled until at least mid-July. The last time the tour was not held was in 1946 after the end of World War II. It was also stopped during World War I. And in a bit of Potential good news. PGA Tour officials are expected to announce their intention to resume the tour season in the middle of June at the Charles Schwab Challenge. Huh. It also ex- it's also expected that fans will not be allowed to attend the first tournament at Colonial Country Club in Fort Worth, Texas. As the tour looks to follow health and safety guidelines set by government and health officials, other early tournaments are also expected to be played without spectators. The RBC Canadian Open, which has been scheduled for June 11th to the 14th, will not be played, freeing up those dates for this possible event in Texas. And that's what I have for you this morning. Uh, thank you, Kathy. Appreciate that. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hey. Thank What's you. wrong? I don't know. I just felt like doing something different because I always come out with, all right, thank yeah, you very yeah. much, Kathy. I'm like when Bill Weston comes into the studio. Yeah. President, uh, Steve. Uh, everyone. How are you all doing? Making my presence be known. Uh, the best thing I ever heard is in the hallway where <laughs> Bill came down and goes, Steve, and he goes, and they pause for a second and goes, I really do talk about yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Marissa? That actually starts all the way down the hallway. Are you serious? So if, like, Pierre Pancakes in the studio, it starts down there, and then it goes into the jock lounge. If Connor's at the computer, oh it'll come to me. Yep. Then it goes in and goes mm-hmm. to you guys. Mm-hmm. It's loud. It. It's time to begin. He lets you know that that's, that's the bill way. I love yeah. it. All right, so I just thought I'd change it up a little bit, but we do. Welcome you to Wednesday <laughs> midweek. Uh, we do have some things planned, some of our standard Wednesday procedure. Fox Good Day, we go on TV. That's always a lot of fun, so we'll see what those guys have going on. And also, we have a secret text word, and Ooh. we got some vodka to give away. It is three bottles of vodka from Stateside, our friends who have set us up with lots of liquor lately. I think we can safely call them heroes of the pandemic. I would, I would have to say so. <laughs> We're allowing a lot of people to sleep through the pandemic. They have cool bottles, too. They do. I just, yeah. I just yeah, like not only the engraving that they'll do for you if you want it, but it's just a cool-looking bottle. The vodka tastes great, so... We're happy to give that away today. Text the word SECRET to 39333, and we'll have your chance to win uh, three bottles. Hopefully, there's a 
big bottles that uh, that they have. I wouldn't doubt it. Um, and uh, we'll grab a random text or on top of the one that we, you know, send out the text, uh, the secret text word back to you, ask you to call them later on. But we'll also grab one randomly. So why not? Go ahead. Give it a shot. Text secret at 39333. Now, we're, while we're on the subject of winning, we have two opportunities for you to win $500 this morning. And it's MMR's Rock Refund. And that is just as simple as the secret text word. Only you text us a word. It's kind of that way. It's easy. Um, so we will get to that at 8 o'clock, and we'll get to that at 10 o'clock. So two opportunities for you to win $500. Pretty sweet deal. We had a couple of winners yesterday and the day before. Let's do it again. We have a couple of guests on the show as well. We're excited about both of these guys. Dennis Quaid is getting in touch with us today. Yeah, we just talked to him a while ago. Yeah. I forget what movie he was promoting, but yeah. now it's a podcast, right? Was it the uh, the dog uh, movie where the, the dog purpose? Uh, the second one? Because remember they Maybe. did a sequel yeah. to that or something, possibly. But anyway, yeah, he's he's talking about this podcast that he's doing. So we'll uh, gladly talk to Dennis Quaid around nine o'clock and a great comedian, Bill Engvall, uh, who is going to be on Last Man Standing. Uh, is going to talk about that when he calls in and everything else, and we'll chat with him. Uh, we'll we'll just dive into it at nine thirty when he's going to get in touch with us. So it's going to be a good day. We got a lot of stuff to get to. Make sure that you hang with us. Text that word secret over to us at three nine three three three. Um, I got a lot of entertainment stories that I'm dying to pass along to you, as well as a stupid question with some more giveaways. And we hope that you choose to stay with us as your accompaniment this morning. We will be right back. I said that for Jackie. Yes. Anyway, accompaniment. Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush at PrestonandSteve.com. When a reporter finishes a story, what questions did you wish they'd asked? What's one unexpected detail they didn't have time to explore? Why is it even happening? Get to the why behind issues that matter in your community. The Why from WHYY uncovers interesting parts of the story you haven't heard about yet. The impact of those stories on your life and your neighborhood. There's more to every story, if you take the time to tell it. Subscribe to The Why wherever you get your podcasts. Don't settle for part of the story. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, to give away, we have a digital download of Just Mercy starring Michael B. Jordan, and it is in conjunction with the stupid question, the question that I have for you this morning. What 1991 R.E.M. single emerged... From guitarist Peter Buck learning to play the mandolin. Oh. 215-263-WMMR. What 1991 R.E.M. single emerged from guitarist Peter Buck learning to play the mandolin? Let's see if you know the answer. Call right now. I'll go through some birthdays. Today is Wednesday, April 15th. I'll start with um, uh, a musician, and some may know and some may not know his name. His name is Dave Edmonds. Yes. Um, and in fact... Um, Talented. He, Pierre on Friday plays is that um, he plays that the the song and that's uh, the the Friday song that he the does. weekend song yeah that's yeah. the one and that's Dave Edmonds oh really I'm pretty certain that yeah is. it is yep you're right I love that song and he he had a kind of a semi hit called Slipping Away back in the day and I think he was was he wouldn't did he, I think he might have written Cruel to Be Kind with Nick Lowe oh not did he write it with Nick Lowe oh. he's one of those guys that's he's like a utility player uh, yeah somewhat behind the scenes yeah. and oh, uh, yeah here comes the weekend this song yeah. So this is Dave Edmonds. I love this song. It's one of my favorite things to hear because I catch it on my way home yeah, on yeah, Friday. Yeah. And it means it is the weekend. Totally. Yeah. I love it when Pierre plays it. So it does the weekend. So Dave Edmonds is 76 today. 
Uh, actor Seth Rogen. Yeah. <laughs> Tur- yes, yes. And come to known as. That, oh, right. That's who I was asking the question. Uh, some of the, uh, 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 you know, just improv that you have been known to, uh, been come to known as. So I feel, listen, the pain is palpable because uh, we've all been there. And when I hear that, I hear me mid-interview with Tom Berenger, f- completely forgetting who I was talking to. I knew so, who I was talking to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I didn't know I, what I was saying. what you were saying. <laughs> I tell you what, one of my favorite things that you guys ever did was for my 50th birthday, and you had uh, a lot of local celebrities. Oh, right, yeah. Start to or try to say that phrase to me, and it was like Cecily tying in and our friends that was at Fox awesome. 29. Do we, have, and do we have audio of that? Case you have any idea uh, let, it, I, what that would be stored on? Well, listen, we, I have. We did play audio on the air. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you guys did. It was great. I was have these a, birthday wishes. But uh, that was your birthday, or was it when no, it we wasn't got that? that award, that. Right? It, was the, it was the golden. Uh, oh, the Golden was. Corral Award. Yeah, is, the Golden uh, Corral Award for Best Buffet. <laughs> it was yeah, the, the one where Jeru uh, spoke when we were downtown. Yeah. And my dad got the good parking. Yeah, the Philadelphia free parking promo. What was it, Kath? PPRA, whatever that stands for. The PPR. They were great. That was one of the coolest days. It was a little uh, tribute to us as a show. And uh, is there uh, some of the uh, 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 <laughs> you know just improv that you have been known to, uh, been come to known <laughs> as? <laughs> Uh, You know, um, by the way, while you're looking for that, Casey, if you've not seen the movie The Interview, which is the one where they go, he and James Franco go to take out uh, Kim uh, Jong-un, he's really funny in it. And the movie's actually very funny. Remember, there's a whole thing with uh, the North Koreans hacking uh, Sony and getting all those emails and so on and so forth, and it was a big deal. Yeah. Uh, but the movie itself is actually pretty freaking funny. Seth is 38 today. It was observe and report that we were doing the interview, right? Uh, right, where he so, plays the uh, sec- mall security yeah. cop. Even mm-hmm. your uh, version of that, Steve, is, is slightly edited. This is the original unedited version. All right. And uh, Seth, an observe and report. Is there uh, some of the uh, 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 you know just improv that you have been known to, uh, been come to known as? Right? You guys get to work with that. Oh Jesus! And I just I, listen, man. We've been together for a long time, and yeah, the, I don't know if you seem more vulnerable after that question, or if when I walked in on you wiping your ass in the bathroom, Preston. But you looked over at me like, dude, what, 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 what the F did I just say? You what were just, so mad at yourself. What just came out of my mouth? <laughs> what does that mean? And the thing is, Rogan was, was so high. He, he, he responded. Yeah, he, he made perfect it. sense. And God then you that. sat on the audio for like six months, Casey. I for a long time. The wound was fresh. There's no way he was going to throw that back at me right away. Never. We had to wait till it healed and it was just a scar remaining. Right, right. I didn't know we waited. Oh, oh a yeah. Long time. Yeah, like a year. Yeah. So, anyhow, Seth and is. And now look it up. And here's the, here's the montage if you want to. Oh, no way. Okay. If you don't mind. Yeah. All right, here we go. The question I have to ask is Is there a. That's Debella, by yeah. the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's the first one that leads. The question I have to ask is Is there a. Some of the. Uh, uh, you know. Just. Improv that you have been. Uh, been come to known as. <laughs> is there. Uh, some of the, uh, uh, you know, just improv that you've been known, come to known as, been come to known as, been come to known as, 
become to known as? Been come to known as? Oh, my God. Wow. I, hear, I hear Matt O'Donnell in there, Rick Williams, and Just Alex Holly. Yeah. Oh Jim God. Jackson's in there, too. Oh, dear God. And, Bill Weston. And, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Marilyn Russell. There's oh everybody. So All right. Well, anyhow, happy birthday, yeah. Seth Rogen. You should have just uh, lost over that one. <laughs> Emma Thompson, the actress. She's uh, great. Yeah, she is great. She's. Uh, I mean, honestly, I was. I one of my favorite movies. It is a low key movie, but Remains of the Day. Her performance in Remains of the Day is one of the greatest performances I've ever seen in my life. And Loki's in that. Loki's in that. Wow. <laughs> no, yeah, the horns and everything. It's he amazing. He was in a scene stealer. Your horns. Uh, he is six. She is sixty-one today. Uh, another Emma. Emma Watson celebrates her birthday today. The Harry Potter mo- movies. Uh, we've been talking about Emma Watson lately. <laughs> yeah, you've been Hermione. watching special movies with her, Preston. Right? She's thirty years old today. <laughs> uh, Linda Perry of Four Non Blondes is fifty-five and was married to uh, what's her face? <sighs> Steve Perry. No, 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 no. Yeah. From uh, uh, from Roseanne. Uh, the oh, uh, oh, uh, Melissa. Gilbert? Gilbert. Yeah. Darlene. Okay. Yeah. Sarah, Gilbert. Yeah. Sarah, Sarah Gilbert. Sarah Gilbert. Melissa Gilbert was on The Little House of the Prairie. Prairie. <laughs> uh, Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, but they, they're no longer together, from what I understand. Huh. Uh, Linda Perry's 55. I was today. talking about her with Brent Porsche the other day because she is a very, very prolific songwriter. And so she's not necessarily... she's. She writes it for other people now, so Correct. there are a ton of hits that she's written. Yeah, and she writ- she writes like pop hits yeah. and stuff, which is kind of interesting. She but... looks like an old leather couch that you've thrown out. <laughs> uh, she, she looks she looks like a bad Steve Perry, uh, not Steve Perry. No, uh, uh, from um... she looks like a. Uh... Uh, from Aerosmith, Aerosmith. yeah, yes. Steven Tyler, Steven Tyler. Tyler. <laughs> I got all my Steves and Perrys and Tylers mixed up. She's 55, Linda Perry. Maisie Williams, uh, Arya Stark, is uh, 23 years old from uh, Game of Thrones. Did a, uh, a car commercial for it during the Super Bowl. Was it Audi? Yeah, it was their electric car. Yes, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm hoping that she continues to uh, to find success. I really like her. She seems like a cool person. So the word is there's no um, sequel or no prequel. Or no, they're not moving forward with anything Game of Thrones-ish? Yeah, not that I've heard. All right. Yeah. Oh, Preston, she's in uh, The New Mutants, which is that dark take on the on the X-Men, right? Yeah, yeah. So, Nick, yeah. I was just the X-Men, yeah. telling Preston that the this movie, which has been actually completed for a couple of years, has gone yeah. through the ringer so many times that they're actually thinking of just releasing it directly to Disney+. Plus. Yeah, because, Steve, they pushed it back again. But yeah. she plays a, a character that I don't know, but I'm sure you guys do, Wolfbane. I do, yeah. Just a, like a, a werewolf. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Okay. Uh, I love it. Uh, and, which is cool because the, the dire wolf was the uh, the sigil of uh, House Stark. So she is 23. And last birthday is uh, guitarist of Radiohead, Ed O'Brien. He's in that uh, hot pressure washer video. Yes, he and Tom York. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a duo. Absolutely. Uh, so they uh, he celebrates his 52nd birthday. I can't today. get my guitar cleans. Uh, I think I have the solution. <laughs> he cleans his guitars <laughs> with a power washer. Uh, Ed O'Brien is 52 years old today. All right, let's see if somebody knows the answer to the stupid question. Uh, and it is uh, about a song. What 1991 REM single emerged from guitarist Peter Buck learning to play the mandolin? 215263WMMR is the number. Our first caller in is Julie. So I will go to her. Hi there, Julie. Julie, can you hear me? Oh, Julie. Julie, can you hear me? Julie, can you hear me? I bet you her name is not Julie. If you can hear my voice, who, speak up. Who is this? Oh, hello? Yeah, yeah, you're on the air. What's your name? 
Hey, my name's Julie. Ah. Oh, hey, Julie. Right. Julie, we've been calling your name for a while. Um, I'm sorry. I, I thought they said to lower the radio, uh, so I did. And I'm like, why am I lowering if they can't hear anything? Oh, well, you can lower your radio, but you listen on your phone. <laughs> but her phone's going through. I'm on my way to- I'm driving to work. I'm not. I'm oh, not I get what's happening. Yeah, you only turn your radio down. Da- All right, never mind. So, what song are we talking about, Julie? Losing my religion. Yes. That's right. Yes. If your if your Bluetooth is going through your speakers in your car, you can leave that turned up. Julie's my favorite phone. person right now. I know. I love Julie too. <laughs> I can't hear them. Julie, since you got it right, we're going to give you a digital download of Just Mercy, uh, starring Michael B. Jordan, Jamie Foxx, and Brie Larson, and it is based on a powerful and inspiring true story that follows lawyer Brian Stevenson and his history-making battle for justice to defend an innocent man. Own the digital movie now and the Blu-ray, actually both of them uh, right now, so there you go. By the way, speaking of this this album, I remember seeing a documentary on... on, uh, REM and and they said you know during the tour of this album which was was it Life's Rich Pageant I, I don't remember which one they yeah. had this on there but anyhow they had gone to this acoustic you know feel right and they said they couldn't wait for that to be over because they <laughs> wanted to stand up again while they were playing right yes because whenever bands would play acoustically they don't sit, sit down, down yeah you know and they got tired of that so I get it all right so let's get in some of the entertainment stories um. Rita Wilson and Tom Hanks have emerged of examples of what can and should happen when you get diagnosed with uh, coronavirus. The pair immediately shared their status and followed doctor's instructions to a T, all while trying to keep their chins up and fans entertained through their ordeal on social media. Uh, 63-year-old Wilson spoke on CBS This Morning with Gail King about their ordeal and revealed more details about their illness and recovery As many recall, the pair were diagnosed uh, in Australia where Hanks was shooting a film. And they don't know how they got it, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, After being quarantined in a hospital in Queensland, they they returned to L.A. Uh, Wilson described her symptoms before the diagnosis. She said, I was very tired. I felt extremely achy, uncomfortable. I uh, didn't want to be touched. And then the fever started. Chills like I've never had before. Looking back, I also realized that I was losing my sense of taste and smell, which I didn't realize at the time. You said she didn't want to be touched. Kathy, that that's you. Uh, Wilson said that her fever got close to about 102 by day nine. Uh, Wilson said that Hanks had milder symptoms. She said he did not have as high a fever. He did not lose his taste or smell, but it still took us uh, the same amount of time to get through it. Preston, that's Tom for you. He's just a rock. He is. Rita fell apart, but Tom, he's just a, he's a champ. She said, we recently had been part of a study where we donated our blood, and we are waiting to hear back if our antibodies will be helpful in developing a vaccine. Uh, but also, if we are able to donate plasma, that can be used as a donation to other people that are suffering from the virus because we are immune. So, Did you say that once she recuperated, now sharp bones protrude from her hands when she gets angry? Yeah. yeah. It's a lot like Wolverine. Yeah. It's a very interesting. They uh, say that loss of taste and smell, though, is like pretty significant. Like It's not like it's like nothing. So like that can't taste anything. You can't right. taste. And a friend of mine, I don't know if I told you guys this or not, but she stuck her nose in a container of bleach and couldn't smell it. Wow. That's pretty profound. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Uh, Speaking of Tom Hanks, the wonders, that thing you do, will reunite on Friday for a community watch party of the film to benefit the Music Cares COVID-19 Relief Fund. I love these things. A lot of people are doing the... uh, Zack Snyder did one with Batman v Superman. Yeah, and we just had uh, the Desperate Housewives. We were talking about that yesterday. Mm -hmm. It's very cool. They did this type of thing. So the actors who portrayed the band... 
uh, plan to take part in what they say is their first public uh, reunion in 20 years. You going to check it out? I, I may have to because I love that movie. It is a great movie. It's and a- it, it, it really, uh, it's one of those movies that I think Preston doesn't, no pun intended, miss a beat. Yeah. It's and, really good. Well, and you, 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 you really start to fall in love with the characters, yep, yep. and and you and you kind of think that they're it feels real, you know, yeah, that this, yeah. this band would exist, and there were so many one hit wonder bands back then. So, uh, Tom Everett Scott, Jonathan uh, Shage, Ethan Embry, and Steve Zahn, who, by the way, Marissa has been courting with Ethan Embry uh, via social media lately. Ah, who she is a huge fan of. Uh, from Empire Records. What were you guys uh, chatting about yesterday? Trying to get him to come on the show. Hopefully he can wake up early or one of the guys can wake up early. Um, I figured out it's kind of like having a crush on somebody in high school and realizing it's never going to work. So right, right. Like, mm-hmm. Go up to them to, to write you an article <laughs> for the yearbook or something like that. Well, he was in a ton of stuff. He was in uh, Can't Hardly Wait as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. I loved Empire him Records. in in uh, that thing you do, especially in, in you don't realize it until you look at the, and I mentioned this before, the credits his character's yeah. name in the movie is the bass player. <laughs> oh, they never give him a that's name. Funny. Oh, that's funny. And at the funny. end where they show what happened to all of them after later in life, they na- they name check him as TB player. The, the bass player. player. <laughs> it's great. Uh, Marissa? And it was just fun because when I was going back and forth and I was like, hey, we're a rock station in Philly. We'd love to have you. He's like, yeah. I mean, the boys for- were from Pennsylvania, so it's like we have to do it. Like, <laughs> remember? The tiniest little detail like that. It was. So they were cute. from Erie, PA. You're Didn't right. you point out that um, that uh, Tom Hanks, who is gay in the movie, it's not really you know pr- pr- uh, promoted dramatically throughout the movie, but that Howie Long is in the car with him. There's a uh, no. There's a, a like director's a, a director's cut yeah, yeah. scene, and that's where they clearly indicate that right. Mr. White is gay because he and Howie Long pull up in a red Corvette, and they see Tom Everett Scott, you know, guy standing there, and and. Uh, Howie Long turns to him and goes, should we invite him to the party we're going to? <laughs> and, and Tom Hanks goes, I don't think he'd have fun or something wow. like that. I, I would and love to see that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's pretty Howie Long, he's a good-looking guy. He's, he's a, a good-looking good guy. guy. The kind of guy who turns other guys gay, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, Liv Tyler will also participate. And other surprise guests were promised in a tweet announcing the fundraiser. The actors will take questions on their social media accounts leading up to Friday's watch party. They pulled a prank on Liv Tyler, though, Preston. They told her it's the Lord of the Rings viewing party. Oh, so, so she'll have her ears on and everything. Yeah. Uh, it's unclear if Tom Hanks will take part in or not. But I gotta, he has to. i got to guess he will. What else is, is this, he doing? Uh... Is this in part because of um, the passing of Adam Schlesinger? Part of it. So they are okay. going to, yeah, they, they they will also pay tribute to Adam Schlesinger. He was from Fountains of Wayne. He wrote that song, That Thing You Do, which, by the way, was nominated for an Academy Award and Golden Globe for Best Original Song. Um, so, yeah, that's part of it, Nick. Um, the online event is scheduled for 7 o'clock this Friday. I'm assuming that's Eastern Time on the official Wonders YouTube channel. And funds raised through the watch party will aid musicians and touring professionals who are out of work because of the coronavirus. That's uh, really cool. One of my favorite scenes in the Wonders is when they hear the song played on the radio oh for my the first God. time. It's yeah. so great. It's the best, yeah. yeah. Uh, during the shutdown of the country, everyone seems to be indulging in a little more food and wine than usual. And sales of alcohol are up about 55%, which is leading to all manners of hijinks. And much of it is on social media. The latest evidence comes from an unlikely source, and that is Martha Stewart. She left some drunk comments on Instagram. She's getting lit up. And fans are loving her quarantine vibe. Yeah, so Kathy, here's what she wrote. She wrote, and I will read this verbatim. Okay. M as me sure you feed and water them daily and keep the heat 
is as no BK in S as ND. When you can finally come back to NYC, who is going to care for them? Now, after she fired off that comment, she translation. Re- she returned to admit, saying, "What a mess! I've been drinking." <laughs> oh, oh my God! And as Oprah Winfrey's That's funny. Former personal chef Art Smith wrote on Twitter, Love you, Martha, though these bat crap crazy times, we all need a drink. Our baby chicks make me feel like life does continue. Let's all have a virtual cocktail party and, and compare chicks. Did you see what she did, though? She did. Uh, she posted the picture. They kind of blurted it out on Instagram. But she put her hands to the side of her vagina and did Stop Macaulay it. Culkin from Home Alone. No. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Stuart hit up Twitter the next day and fessed up. She said, confession, yes, I had two glasses of wine with my detainees, a very, very good wine. When I composed a voice-activated Instagram Instagram response to my friend Douglas Friedman, obviously I did not check it. So. You don't, Yeah, you don't spell check after doing yeah. the... She was doing voice to tag. Voice to tag. I got something to tell the people. And uh, she was a little lit. Is there a a line that you've become to notice? (laughs) (laughs) My friend does that. She'll send me voice to text, like if she's driving or whatever. She does it all the time, and she never reads it. And like half the time, I'm like, "What the f are you talking about? What like what is this?" If you do it through the system, it'll read it back to you. If you do it like through Apple Play. My my degree of accuracy is pretty good. Yeah, I, I think if you have to obviously not be drunk and enunciate, but uh, and I include all punctuation. Yeah, my wife and, and my buddy Jeff do it all the time, and I'm like, okay, let me try and figure out what they're saying yeah. here. <laughs> Jeff was in love with Howie Long. Yes. Uh, every marriage takes adjustments, but Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's has required more than its share. The pair have not only relinquished their royal titles, but they've moved twice so far in a bid to find their happy place. And Jane Goodall, the British primatologist and friend of the pair, and friend of ours, uh, now says that Harry, who is finding life a bit challenging since their move to Canada and now L.A., may have to give up his love of hunting for Megan. Do you think uh, that she's studying them now, hanging out in their bushes outside with maybe, binoculars? Maybe. Uh, she said that he is a great lover of the natural world. I thought he was a great lover. He is a great... He's an extraordinary lover. He... So if he's on top of you in the missionary position, <laughs> he will curl his index fingers around and say... Okay. What? Yes, I, we got it. So... It's that spot. <laughs> that spot. He hits the G and the H spot, okay. which was recently discovered. The H spot was recently discovered? Yeah. It comes after the G. Absolutely. Okay. All right. <laughs> It's deeper. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, she said that he is a great lover of the natural world, but also loves hunting. He loves killing it, too. <laughs> uh, yeah. What is it from uh, Wedding Crashes? Oh, so Mr. Environmental is, is also a hunter, I see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Goodall said, uh, but I think Harry will stop because Megan doesn't like hunting, so I suspect that is over for him. Did he indulge in the occasional fox hunt, as many do in the royal family? Do That's you know a that? good, I don't know if he was into fox hunting. I now. think they've. I think they've actually stopped doing that. I think. Yeah, they. They. I think they do them where they don't kill the fox anymore. They just maybe. do poor people. Now. <laughs> yeah, they just chase after them. Release the peasants. <laughs> Release the, oh, look at them! Because of their poor medical care, they all have. Bowed legs. Uh-huh. Oh! <laughs> there they go. Yes. <laughs> Who does that? In, 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 Got one. Yeah, right. oh! <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say, Steve? Is that history of the world where they do yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Pull and they launch it. <laughs> they launch the peasants up in the air. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, meanwhile, more is emerging about what staffers at Buckingham Palace clash with Meghan over, according to the Telegraph's Camilla Tomini, Tomini I guess, uh, who has covered the royals for a decade. Uh, they were less enamored of the very qualities that made her irresistible to the press. Her showbiz, luster, self-confidence, and feminist habit of assertion. Uh-huh. So what, I'd be curious to see how tense it got. Yeah. I mean, she seems, res- or seemed respectful of the queen, but I, we don't know who the hell I, knows. I doubt it got as tense as they're playing it out. Yeah. So. Hey, uh, the search for the next American Idol will continue despite COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, starting April 26th, the show will start airing remotely. Rip off! With, uh, well, that's what we're doing. Isolation yeah. Rip Idol. off! That's what we're doing. Just like ESPN ripping off our basketball tournament. I'm telling you. Uh, so we get the ideas first. And they just steal them. And they just take them. I mean, we steal all the ideas, too. So, but. so Katy Perry, Luke Bryan, and Lionel Richie, and uh, Ryan Seacrest, along with mentor Bobby Bones. You stole our idea that we stole from you. Will be appearing from their homes and the top 20 contestants performing remotely as well. Uh, there will be more details coming. Okay, they, they have to be setting everybody up with, like... Comrades units? <laughs> I was going to say, like, the the best of all equipment. You would imagine, to yeah. make the quality good. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they can't, they're not going to be doing it on Skype. And who are we having on next week, Case? Louis? Uh, yeah, we're going to have Louis on next week. Uh, and he is, I mean, he's from England, but he's been living here in this area for 11 years Bella now. Kenwood, right? Yeah. They uh, call yeah. Bella Kenwood Little London. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not aware so of he went to Lower Marion High old. School. And, uh, yeah. He's, That's uh, awesome. He's, I think he's really, really good. Would you say he's dreamy? He's yeah, and yeah. he's yeah. And we have a picture of him in the studio. He's uh, you know a handsome man. But Steve, when I first saw him, I thought, "Wow, you are hot. A, you are a star. Really, you are going to change the world. Really, yeah." Well, wow. that's what they were saying. Okay, well, that's Lionel Richie says that for everyone. All right, so look for that uh, April twenty sixth, and we are doing Isolation Idol. And we're taking your submissions, by the way. So if you've got musical talent. And you want to showcase it? Send us your audio. By the way, when we when we start having our um, our people that we've chosen to be in the contest next week, um, that that will be live on the air, and it'll only be like thirty seconds. We get a taste of your musical capability, so keep that in mind. Next week, when you perform live, it's going to be we need the best of the best, thirty seconds of it. But for now, just send us an audition sure. video. Uh, you can do it through PricingSteve.com. Must be eighteen or older. One entry per person. And uh, we'll see if you end up in, there, there might be a $500 cash prize in it. Uh, the deal is they have to sign to our record company, uh, <laughs> which is, is uh, right? yeah, Presco. Presco. <laughs> Presco Records. Uh, so keep that in mind. Yeah. You had a record contract. Steve, there was, um, there was one uh, storyline that I, it, was, it is so forced. It is so bad. Lionel, he really put this kid in his place, Steve. He goes, I don't like you. And and whoa, and if this kid didn't make it into the top twenty, and on the last go around, he says, "Really come around on you, come around on you." Yeah, and then uh, and then the kid. I would smile if my face moved. (laughs) The kid walks away, and he goes, "We bonded," and I'm like, "No, no, you didn't. You didn't." Oh, uh." I want to adopt you. (laughs) Yes. All right, what else do I have here for you? Let's do a celebrity roundup, okay? Yes, please. I've got several short oh. stories about celebs here that I'll get to and what has been going on in their world with... There you go. <laughs> and by the way, meat, it's what's for supper. That's right. <laughs> uh, the Helps, Jessica Chastain is lending a helping hand to the healthcare workers. Keep this music running because right. it's <laughs> ironic. Uh, that they are uh, keeping New York City people safe. The 43-year-old donated Beyond Burgers to the staff. 
So instead of uh, beef, uh, she gave them Beyond Burgers. Uh, to the Were they prepared or just like raw patties? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Len- I mean, you could probably eat them yeah. that way, right? They're yeah, not they're meat. vegetable-based. Uh, Lenox Hill Hospital this week, page six reports. Uh, last week, she sent the staff snack boxes that included cupcakes, cookies, and uh, caramel corn uh, from 10th and Pike Sweet Shop, as well as Kind Bars and Peanuts, so she's helping feed. That's awesome. Who did you... You reported on another celebrity who sent a whole crap load of pizzas to some... Yeah, there's been several. Yeah, I, I can't keep I love track seeing of them. that. No, it's really nice. There's another one. Jane Fonda is designing a special limited edition line of sweatsuits featuring a rainbow stripe uh, with her name to raise money for climate change and service workers on the front line of the coronavirus pandemic. Drew Barrymore says that, uh, well, here's what she's been up to. Uh, she's <laughs> hanging on by a thread, parenting, working and homeschooling her kids, seven-year-old Olive and five-year-old Frankie. She told the Today Show, it was like every church and state it is the messiest plate I've ever held in my life to be the teacher, the parent, the disciplinarian, the caretaker. Mm. I didn't think I needed to respect and appreciate teachers more than I did. This is what happens when life gets real, Preston. Yeah. Kate Middleton and, Will- and Prince William, meanwhile, recently updated their website, writing that they will, quote, do all, they will do all it can to support those on the front line responding to COVID-19. Uh, in the UK, meaning their website, they'll do mm. everything they can. They also sent a metric ton of spotted dick to a local hospital. Thank God for that. Uh, the pair have been doing in-person visits to call centers for emergency workers, oh. and William uh, has reportedly considered joining the ambulance corps again. Uh, and then finally, Ricky Gervais is all for the celebs who want to lend a helping hand, but he's over those who spend their time whining. Uh, Ellen DeGeneres has compared her mansion to jail while Kelly Ripa, Sam Smith, and many others have broken down in tears. He told the son of healthcare workers, he said, these people are doing 14-hour shifts and not complaining, wearing masks and being left with sores after risking their own health and their family's health selflessly. But then I see someone complaining about being in a mansion with a swimming pool. And, you know, honestly, I just don't want to hear it. Is what he had to say. So. Did you see? I don't know if you saw Preston. You may not have gotten the email because it's a little wonky. Uh, but I sent over an audio clip of uh, Amy Schumer. Uh, Amy. Well, I have a story about Amy okay, here, all right, yeah. uh, and we can tie it in with that. Sure. Uh, Amy, when she and her husband, Chris Fisher, welcomed their baby, Jean, last year. Is that what this is about? Or no, is it no. Okay. It's some, it's, but it pertains to the earlier stuff about doing good stuff for first-line people. They named him Jean Attell Fisher, ah. which I assume is after Dave Attell. Yeah, they're good friends. Because uh, I know they're really tight. But they decided to swap out his middle name. Uh, she reveals on her podcast, Three Girls, One Keats, she said, do you guys know... That Gene, our baby's name, is officially changed. It is now Gene David Fisher. It was Gene Attell Fisher, and we realized that by accident, we named our son Genital. Gene Attell, <laughs> Genital. <laughs> so I guess they went with Dave to stick with Dave. Dave, Dave Attell. That's the way to do it. That's the way they literally changed it. Kudos to them for correcting a name mistake. Yes. Rather than having years of living with that nightmare. All right, what's the clip we have of Amy? So Amy Schumer's best friend is a nurse who works in a hospital in Queens. And so she sent 250 of the top masks to the to the nurses. So we have an audio clip of the nurses FaceTiming her back to thank her. That's the first clip. Okay. Can you hear me from here? Yes. Okay. <laughs> We are extremely grateful, okay? Thank you. Everyone here has really, really been through a lot the last few weeks. And to know that there's people looking out for us, doing whatever they can, 
makes a big difference coming to work. It helps with morale. All right, so that's from them to her. And she gets emotional, and oh, then yeah. she can't help but joke about her friend, who is her absolute best friend. And uh, But, you know, she sees her on the front lines with this, and she's worried, so she starts crying, but then jokes. It's very funny. Okay. I'm so grateful to you guys. It was honestly nothing. And I'm so... Um, I'm sorry you guys are going through this, and I'm so and I'm so grateful. I'm so proud to know you, Jen. And I just want I want you all to know that Jen has been my best friend my whole life, and she's an amazing friend and an amazing mom. But you guys need to know that she was a total slut in high school. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's something Kathy would say. So, yes, 100%. I love that. All right, that's very cool. Uh, let me see. How about this? Um, Game of Thrones star uh, Christopher Hivju, he played uh, Tormund, who is one of the wildlings, uh, and his wife uh, have fully recovered from COVID-19 after testing positive for four weeks. Nice. Uh, or, or at least four weeks ago they did. He shared the good news on social media, writing, we are fully recovered and in good health after I was infected by the coronavirus and most... Uh, likely my wife as Dear well. Dear guy from Game of Thrones and your wife. This is Regis Philbin. I didn't watch the show. I'm usually focused in on Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson, but I was very happy to hear about your recovery. God bless. I would like to hear one yeah. Regis letter a day. Guy from, from Game of Thrones. I agree. Wait, I agree. From Game of Thrones? This is that guy. He's just, you know. Regis writes letters. Yeah, that's right. I love that, Steve. I love to take pen to paper. Please. Send a nice note. I, I second that. Please continue that. It's up to you, but that'd be awesome. Hey, uh, Alex Trebek has announced that he has written a memoir titled The Answer Is Reflections on My Life, uh, which will be released by Simon & Schuster on July 21st. I was thrilled to hear this, and I said, because, uh, you know, obviously we're all addicted to Jeopardy, and I said to my wife, Claire, I said, this might mean he's doing a tour. You know, he's oh not going to, obviously his, his health will not, but he could do a phone tour yeah, and yeah. get him on. It'd be so awesome to totally. talk to Alex Trebek. Uh, I said, I want people to know a little more about the person that I've been cheering on uh, for the past year. Uh, he writes in this book, according to the publisher. Uh, he will share his insights on marriage, fatherhood, and spirituality and include plenty of unseen personal photos. Uh, the structure of the book is inspired by the show with uh, chapter titles taking the form of a question. And he will also answer frequently asked questions like why he shaved his mustache and whether he approves of Will Ferrell's Saturday Night Live impersonation of him. He did an interview. Well, actually, Harvey Levin from TMZ did an interview with him for like an hour. And it was just a real... Um... Sorry. You're rubbing that on yourself, Kathy? What's going on? Is it your cast again? Oh, my God. Again? I'm so horny. Here's the microphone. I'm sorry. This looks like a big penis. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I've been looking at it all day. No, uh, but... <laughs> What happened? She's pleasuring herself with the microphone. Oh. I just thought now was a good time. Mm. Yeah. What was no, that? No, I was trying to get the cat out. Once <laughs> 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 you mentioned Alex Trebek. Oh, my God. Trying to be quiet. No, uh, yeah, so he could hardly hear a thing. <laughs> Sound like you're arresting a tiger. <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, so he uh, this special's really good because his he's an, he has an incredibly accomplished life and a lot of stuff you probably in his younger days you know he's a good looking guy now he was a ladies man yeah I yeah. believe it uh, so Brandon Jenner is opening up about his fractured relationship with his father Caitlyn Jenner what's the problem the thirty eight year old uh, singer Come to Daddy wrote an essay for uh, to me he was just a dad. 
a collection of first-person stories from children who grew up with famous fathers. And he wrote, I didn't see my father for more than half a dozen times between the ages of 8 and 25. I admit I wasn't a good dad. Yeah. Wait, I was what? trying on panties. Uh, <laughs> that whole time? The whole time. Uh, he added, sadly, the infrequent exchanges felt more like staged photo opportunities than real bonding. Yet? In fact, they were staged photo ops for family <laughs> Christmas cards. When Bruce became Caitlin and made the announcement, he was the first to come forward and be very uh, accepting and accommodating of it. So even though, obviously, he was not the best father, uh, uh, now, and then she, Caitlin, the best father, um, uh, who knows? You know, he's he's got some level of peace. Because of, you know, when this whole thing, and I'm talking about the keeping up with the Kardashians, not the the transition, uh, you know, he seemed like the most grounded and you know the more that well, revealed, that though, right? yeah, is that no, he was a terrible dad. Like yes, you know, he was a half a dozen times in in how much time there, Preston? Twelve years. years. That's yeah. Yes, no, I agree. I mean, that's it's that's a that, horrible that person. Sucks. Yeah, and yet he he took the other family and cashed out the yeah. yeah. I mean, you that, that, that just sucks. One last story, and uh, Steve and I are both excited about this. Dune has unveiled a handful of new photos. Featuring Oscar Isaac, Zendaya, Josh Brolin, Javier Bardem, and Rebecca Ferguson, who I have a wild crush on. Uh, you need Kathy's microphone. It is. It's Dennis Villeneuve is uh, remaking Frank Herbert's legendary sci-fi film, uh, or novel, I should say, after his acclaimed take on Blade Runner 2049. Uh, and star Timothy Chalamet gave Vanity Fair a taste of what fans will see. He said, there are these Goliath landscapes which you may imagine existing on planets in our universe, but not on Earth. It's such a great story. I can't wait. So I, I've read it a couple times throughout my life, and every time I read it, if I let enough time pass, I forget so much. It is so rich. The second time I read it, at the, that point, they'd, they'd released a guidebook right. to go along with it so you could reference as you are going through oh, okay. all the names and stuff like that, which proves invaluable. It is a. It's work to read it, but it's a it. masterpiece. I'm gonna, I've decided it comes out in December. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to read. I'm going to start reading it again within the next couple of weeks. All right. Love so it. I have never read the book or have seen the original movie. Do you think I should hold off on all of that? Yeah. yeah. And, just wait and watch this movie. Yeah. I, I think that'll be your best. I'm bet. always disappointed in the movie when I read the book first. That's why like, I yeah. uh, see the movie and then I read the book. Yeah. No, in this case, there was no movie for years before right. I, I was able right. to read it. Uh, so, anyhow, we are ready to move on. We have clips? Yeah, uh, we're supposed to. Here, Here they, they are. Come. Here it right. is. Let's do the clips. The Tiger King and I goes back to visit the friends, but mostly foes, of Joe Exotic. And then this clip, Joe's ex-husband, John Finlay, recalls some of the positive inspirational opportunities uh, was part of while working at the GW Zoo. Come to know that. Exactly. Let's see what this is. Here we go. We helped quite a few people with their last dying wish to be able to pet a tiger, pet a bear, even pet a wolf. I did quite a bit of that, and that actually gave me a different outlook on life. What the f- <laughs> Okay. Uh, You're allowed to pet a wool? It is now streaming on uh, Netflix, by the way. All right, next clip. Tonight's episode of The Goldbergs was directed by and stars 80 sweetheart Leah Thompson, who we had on yesterday. In this clip, Sean Giambrone 
discusses how audiences continue to bask in the show's nostalgia. Here it is. Largely due to the dynamics between all the family members and the guest stars and everything. Just It's a lot of relatable moments between characters. And then I think the whole connected to a real-life family. Yeah! Uh, so the Goldbergs is on tonight, 8 o'clock on ABC. They do a funny thing with him because when he takes his glasses off in the show, he's supposedly one of his eyes starts to wander. And I don't know if they do a CGI thing or something. But, like, one of the pupils would just start to... No, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't think that's something he can do, but okay. uh, it, it's a very funny uh, joke. All right, that is your entertainment uh, segment of the program today. I actually have some other celeb stuff that maybe we'll get to a little later on. We do have some room to discuss. And some celeb audio, too, which will uh, go with it. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, we also have Rock Refund. It's a chance for you to win $500 two times today. We'll start that at 8, which is not too far off, so make sure that you stay with us. We're also going to talk to Dennis Quaid on the program today. Yeah. And comedian Bill Engvall. So we have a lot to get to. And secret tech for a chance for you to win three bottles of vodka from Stateside Vodka. Text the word secret to 39333 and you might win that. We're going to take a break and be right back. Stay with us. MMR's Rock Refund. Kim, do you have something to say? I just won $500 on MMR. Yeah! Tune in weekdays at 8 a.m., 10 a.m., 12 noon, 2, 4, 6, and 8 p.m. to hear the hour's winning keyword. For those who enter via our mobile app or our website, there's a $10,000 grand prize. That's awesome. MMR's Rock Refund, $500, seven times a day. Oh, my God, thank you. Brought to you by A&T Subaru. Subarus always cost less in Sellersville. And 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. I love you guys. Don't forget to text word secret 39333 as we have a secret text word. Chance for you to win three bottles of vodka from Stateside Vodka. And we also have a chance for you to win $500 twice this morning with MMR's Rock Refund. The first opportunity coming up at 8 o'clock, so get yourself ready for that. Uh, one of the things I left out of the entertainment report was, because there's a, a fair amount of this, uh, but it's this thing called the All In Challenge. Yes. And uh, the group uh, provides, it says here, uh, food to those in need, kids, elderly, and frontline heroes. And a lot of celebrities have gotten on board with uh, different things that they are offering up for a chance to you to bid on or buy lottery tickets for to win. Yeah, the Sixers are behind this, right? One of the, the one of the main uh, head honchos of the Sixers put this together. Yeah, Michael Rubin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he put this together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. There's a lot of cool stuff. They've raised over $2 million so far. And uh, Kevin Hart we, is the only one we have. Or no, we have a few here yep. for audio. Uh, so... Well, let's start with somebody from the Sixers. We got Ben Simmons, right? Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's hear his comment. Here we go. This is Ben Simmons, and today I'm joining the All In Challenge. I'm giving one lucky fan person the opportunity to play the NBA game. Hey, they, they can't play. We can't. No. No, no man. We gotta stick to this. <laughs> Let me see that. Never mind. You're not gonna play the NBA game. I'll play the NBA game. Um, but I'll give you the opportunity to come. And join us um, and nine other friends. So we'll put your friends in the suite. Nine people up there. Um, they'll enjoy have food taken care of, uh, six year gear, whatnot. You come with me. We're gonna walk through the hallway, get our photos taken. Um, then we'll go warm up for a little bit. Uh, once the game, you know, once it's game time, you're gonna come with me. Uh, that's when your name's gonna be called out. You're gonna run out the tunnels. Fans are gonna be screaming. Uh, so we're gonna enjoy that moment. And then you're just gonna go. 
sit right there. I mean, you're sitting courtside anyway, so I mean, you're right there. So you get this exclusive experience. I don't know if Ben knew what was going on or if he was joking around or what. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but... This is like an Omaze thing? or uh, I think but in, in some ways better because, uh, like, they're, um, for example, like, yeah, close to Omaze, like what Kevin Hart offers up yeah. is pretty freaking awesome. Yeah, here's Kevin Hart's clip. Here we go. What up, world? Kevin Hart here, and I want to say that I accept the all-in challenge. I will provide a movie star experience for said individual. And by movie star experience, I want you to understand what I'm saying here. I'm talking about giving somebody a speaking role in my next movie. You will have a trailer. You will have an assistant. You will have a car service. I'm going to give you the full shebang, baby. You're going to be the next Denzel. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. So Michael Rubin is, uh, you know, one of the, uh, there's like an ownership group, and he's one of the owners of the Sixers. Right. If you recall. He was the um, Meek Mill guy, right? Uh, uh, yes. And if you recall a few weeks ago when he, because he also owns Fanatics.com. Right. And they um, were creating like face masks and and, um, and stuff because uh, they have all this material that the, that they use to make, uh, you know, jerseys and stuff like that. So Kudos he, to he, him, yeah, man. That's doing, awesome. I met him at the last Sixers game that I went to, and Thank God I didn't realize who I was talking to. <laughs> I was talking to, and I shook hands, or at least fist bumped uh, a billionaire. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and um, had I realized, I think at the time, I might have actually asked him for a million dollars, or I would have done something really, really dumb. I would have done something very Casey. So and, okay, were you yes. cool? Do you think he came off as slick? I was like, were you Fonzie. so slick that he just offered you a million Fonzie. anyway? I was like, yeah. I was like Fonzie. I I, re, I recall as I was walking away, he said to his son something like. And that guy cool. was super cool. Wow, and that guy is cool. Yeah. He yeah. also is supposedly the guy when the Sixers announced that they were going to do some cuts on their employees, uh, you know, salary cuts. Um, mm-hmm. They didn't supposedly didn't consult with him. Uh, and he is one of the owners. So uh, he kind of, you know, threw a fit. And, and that's why they uh, they went back on that. And they decided not to cut salaries. Did this kid really say you were cool? Or did you make that part? Up? I'm pretty sure I made that up. Okay, just no, no. He said, "See, son, you can look cool in Crocs." <laughs> it, it was no, dude. I was wearing my my uh, my Jordan Retro Four Fly Knits. Okay, right, so okay. I was wearing some pretty cool shoes. Okay. Uh, Zach and Julie Ertz offered one up. Here we go. Hey everyone, it's the Ertzes, and we are all in for the All In Challenge. We are so excited to be a part of this and to raise money for such an amazing cause. And so here's what we're going to do. We're going to auction off an item. That item is going to be a double date with the two of us. And we're going to take you to one of our favorite restaurants in Philadelphia. It's going to be a great night with a lot of great food, conversations. Julie's going to have talk your ears off, and I'll be there as well. Um, and then from there, we're going to go to a Sixers game, sit courtside at a Sixers game. So just an overall great evening with the two of us. Um, and that's going to be our all-in challenge auction item. So now we have to challenge three people. So here they are. First, Mike Trout. Secondly, M. Night Shyamalan. And third, Ashton Kutcher. You guys have been challenged. Okay. Shyamalan, man. Nice. That's, uh, <clears throat> and he's done at his uh, Shyamalween, he's offered up, uh, you know, walk-on roles and stuff like that in his movies. So maybe he'll do something along those lines. All right. The thing I'm unclear on is what's the challenge? The, well, the, the, the challenge you have to is offer something. you have to offer something to generate money for the charity. All right. So, all right, so, so, so you talked about the Omaze model. It's basically that. So they're, they're, yeah. they're challenging. Anybody every- who donates to the charity can be... No, no, no. So okay. they are challenging their other famous friends to offer something up, sure, for free, and then they will challenge three of their friends to do the same thing. What? Yeah. Uh, okay. So 
I was wondering it's how It's like I when do. you tell friends about your favorite shampoo. Oh, so how do you possibly how win? How do I win? Yeah. There's a couple of different ways. You either bid. Yes. Some of the items are for the highest bidder. Uh-huh. And other ones are you uh, you essentially buy lottery tickets. Buy raffle tickets. Yeah, ticket raffle whatever. tickets. Exactly. Okay. So, uh, and some of these... Um, you know, I, I like the idea of the, of the raffle as opposed to the highest bidder. But that's the them... Omaze model where every, everyone, yeah. like for a ten, everyone is in. Everyone is as eligible as anyone else for like a ten. It's usually ten bucks, isn't it? Yes. There's, there's, so it's ten for ten dollars, twenty five for twenty five, or a hundred for fifty, or two hundred for a hundred. Okay. So the more you spend, the more chances. Uh, you know, the more tickets go in are, uh, the basket. So are there any of these that are a direct highest bidder? Yes, a lot of them. Okay, excellent. Yeah, so like, and, and I'll, I'll go through these. Because that's, that'll generate the most loot. That's what I was saying. Uh, some of these are bid, but I, I like the buy ticket thing. I like the buy raffle thing. It gives every, everybody a Well, every, if everyone buys a ticket for $50,000 each. No. That too. I could design and call a play in an Eagles game, dude. I'm going to get to those. Okay, let me, come, let me play, on. come on. <laughs> let me play another clip here. Here's Jeff Laurie. Hang on. I want to give one of you the chance to design and run the next great play in Eagles history. Start by visiting us at training camp to work with our coaches to design and perfect the play and then teach it to the team during practice. Then join the coaches at a preseason game to call your play from the sidelines, directly call it into the quarterback. So if it's a really dynamic play, then you know what? We'll probably use it again next time we're in the Super Bowl. Just go to allinchallenge.com And now I challenge Jerry Jones, our respected rival in the Dallas Cowboys, to join me by going all in. Okay. So he's putting the the challenge out there. Anything come to mind like the Casey Jerky? Uh, I I have what I think is a really good Hail Mary type play. Okay. And I don't want to reveal it on the air. Hail Casey? Yeah. Uh, oh, you'd have to call it that. The Hail Casey. Do you remember in the Goldbergs where Barry does Hail Barry, mm-hmm. where he throws the pass, Preston runs downfield and catches it. Oh, his own. <laughs> he catches his own pass. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Uh, Case, let me see if that one is. Well, uh, let me go ahead and go through these because there's some good stuff. I want to know if that one, Casey, that one is an enter to win. Okay, so you can enter it. It, you don't. You don't have to do the big bid if you don't have the big money to offer up. So you could potentially. All right. Win this, that one. This could reconstitute your association because you were an employee for a while, but you locked all the. Uh, yeah. You locked the van up with all the soda or whatever it was. What was that? Uh, it was beer. Beer. And uh, I was a ball boy for the Eagles. Right. And you you left in disgrace. You cried. I cried. You cried. Mm-hmm. I cried. What if you were? Well, I got yelled at. All to, right. To, to design the winning play, <laughs> the new winning play. All right. So so here are a few of them. Uh, let's see here. Being Kevin Hart's movie. That's right. That one is an enter to win. Uh, you can win uh, Meek Mill's 2018 Rolls Royce Phantom. The opening bid on that is two hundred thousand dollars. Okay, so everyone who everyone who opens everyone who bids two hundred thousand dollars is in the running. No, no, it's highest bidder. Oh, who wins right. that one? Uh, you can shop and make TikToks with Charlie and Dixie. Ooh, I know, Steve. That's your jam. Absolutely. Uh, how about this one? This one's actually pretty cool. If you are a Justin Bieber fan. And I am. Uh, he will sing One Less Lonely Girl at your house. Oh, my God. Now, you can enter to win that one. You so hear that, Bieber Nation? It's not a bit. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Uh, you can own Peter Goober's 2015 Golden State Warriors Championship ring. Uh, okay. for the, the opening bid is $50,000. I don't know who Peter Goober is. I don't either. He created Goobers. Is that- uh, 
The chocolate covered yeah, peanuts? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. He's better known for that. Peter Gruber is a is a producer. Oh, no, Gruber. no, no. Peter Goober. It's Goober. The, well, the guy I'm looking at, I thought is all right. The 2015 Golden State Warriors championship ring. I'd he, say that's not a producer. That's a that's he, a guy who is a sports. Is he? Maybe he's. Let's it, check. He's it's not spelled the owner, G-U-B-E-R. Is it? All right, let's check this out. Okay. Because he could be both. You know. No, it can you, be a it's music. the law. You can't be two things at once, Nick. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, Jeffrey Lurie, he's an owner and a producer. Yeah, so, so he, he uh, has a minor uh, ownership in the Golden State Warriors, and he also is a producer. All right, so, oh, but, all it's, right. but it's Goober. Yeah, Peter Goober. Yeah, yeah. Like the, like the you said Goober. Oh, did I? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. All right, Mark Cuban, one-day contract uh, to, <laughs> uh, to play with the Mavericks. Really? Uh, yeah, and that's an enter to win, so anybody can. So it's one of those, you know, yeah. you're not going to play in an NBA game. So do you remember, I just was looking at um, kind of uh, doing a little uh, research on Mark Cuban because what all that he's involved in. Do you remember that his initial money came from the creation? Remember the Real Audio app? Real Audio app. Remember that was familiar. one of the first media players? Okay. Yeah, he was oh, a total yeah. tech nerd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's where his initial cash came okay. from. All right. Uh, how about this one? You can throw out the first pitch at the next World Series. The next oh. Super Bowl. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. <laughs> wow. Uh, and that is, that an is en- awesome. That is an enter to win. So if you just want to spend $10, and remember, this is all going to help the cause, so that's cool, too. Uh, you can play horse and sit courtside for the Lakers with Magic Johnson. Uh, that's a that's a bid, and the opening bid is $50,000. Uh, you can golf and have a Daytona ride-along with Denny and Bubba's Richard Milley, 39 what? to 1 Bobby watch. Brown? What the hell is that? Is it Denny Hamlin? Uh, Let me say. Denny uh, and Bubba's Richard Milley, 39 to 1 watch. I don't know. I don't know means. what the F that means, but uh, I mean, that's it could be Denny Hamlin and, and uh, Bubba yeah. Wallace. I don't know. Bubba Gump? Anyhow, that's a, there's a hundred thousand dollar bid on that. Golf and dinner with Peyton Manning in your hometown. Okay. All right, so, so opening bids fifty thousand dollars. Give give me without on this list. I know we're going getting to some others. What 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 would be the ultimate fantasy along these lines? Or does one come to mind immediately that might entice you? If to go all in, if. Well, to go all in would be pretty hard. If, I, I'm thinking something playing with like a drummer. Well, if Neil was still alive, yeah. Uh, to be able to like sit behind his drum kit and play it at soundcheck would be I'd I'd bid on something like that, uh, but he he died uh, so that's not going to happen. Uh, yeah, it would be something drum related, but I'd have to I'd have to really consider what I'd want to do because I've had a chance to jam with. Some yeah, people. you've had some pretty cool. I was just wondering. Uh, my fantasies have already come true. Yes, uh, I have nothing to live for. But maybe uh, you know uh, perform with Paul McCartney. Oh, ah, to, okay. to have a jam session, like an hour jam session with Paul. Paul I play drums, he plays bass and sings. Uh, there you go. I mean, I, I would offer a lot of money for that. Nick, I was just going to ask uh, because uh, Michael Rubin was actually going to come to Camp Out for Hunger two years ago, and then the schedules didn't work out. So I'm, I'm just reaching back out. Would you? Would you want to chat with him? Yes. Um, all right. Let me see if I can get him on because he he is a really nice guy. And like Casey alluded to earlier, like he's done so much with fanatics to um to give people what they need right now. And I and I don't is he like behind all of this? Is is this? Is, this is one of I think this is his baby, or at least he's one of the main driving forces of the All In Challenge. And as Casey pointed out, there was also that thing about converting um, uh, sports uh, wear for face masks and things like that. These are these are a couple of really good things he's involved with. It's frustrating because I think Nick, he and I are, and you, we're he all like, you're very cool. We're all the same age, right? 
Yeah, and uh, the measure of success uh, that he's attained versus what <laughs> I've attained and you've attained is, is remarkable. Yeah. Uh, you, can, you can delineate where he's done well in life. All right, so here's a few of the other things, and this is the all-in challenge, and you can either bid or uh, buy a, a raffle ticket for these. Um, oh, Steve. What? You could get uh, Casanova's personal Yeezy collection. Oh, my God. And you can enter to win that. I would look spectacular in Yeezys. Uh, oh, how about how about this? Play golf with Rob Lowe. Okay. That'd be I can't pretty... play golf, but I'd like to hang out with Rob Lowe. It'd be I cool. I think I'd rather play golf with Peyton Manning. Okay. Well, you can do that. You can bid on what you like. I just got to come up with $50,000. I'd like to do... Let me see. The opening <laughs> bid is $25,000 to play golf with Rob Lowe. A lot of these... some MMA with Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> these next few ones... Because you'd have a shot at winning. Yeah, yeah. I could yeah. kick that chick's ass. Uh, our bid on. So how about uh, Yo Gotti's pre-owned platinum Rolex presidential watch and personal coach tour bus? And the opening bid is $10,000 on that. What is that? Uh, <laughs> In the driveway. You can. <laughs> Yo Gotti's personal tour bus. What? You could possibly sit in the draft war room with Alan Houston and the Knicks. And the, uh, is that Nick McWayne and Nick Murphy? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we could do a better job than the Knickerbocker. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> uh, you can bid on that now for $10,000. Uh, winemaking with Dwayne Wade. How about, oh, wow. The opening bid is $5,000 on that. Yeah. yeah. Is, uh, Gabrielle Union going to be a part of that? I would, I would expect that part of it. Uh, skate and play with the 1994 Stanley Cup New York Rangers. $10,000 opening yeah. bid for that, I know. Uh, uh, Look at that at the bottom. You can you can get a copy of the nuclear codes. <laughs> um, okay, I don't know what this one the says. The launch codes. This says, fly to Vegas to be backstage crew for the... All right, so, uh, <laughs> let me see the picture there. there you go. I don't know who that is. Uh, That's it's, kind of an open offer. Um, oh God, is that, the, is that the Chainsmokers? It looks like the Chainsmokers case. Okay. Well, hey, can... it is the Chainsmokers. It's the Chainsmokers. <laughs> oh, my gosh, it's the Chainsmokers. Hey, hey. hey everybody. Guys, it's the Chainsmokers. Hey. <laughs> I was just so happy that I, because I, go ahead, Preston. You got one. Yeah. What a right? day. Yeah. What a Whew. day. <laughs> uh, let's see. Giants game. Uh, how about this? Uh, dinner and acting with viral video guru, King Bach. King Bach. Okay. Hey, listen, whatever brings the money in. If there are people that know who this guy is, yeah. then, then that's fine. I mean, we may think he's a creep, but he's uh, he could be great. We have audio of this one. Private skateboarding lesson with Tony Hawk. Whoa. And that's entered to win, so anybody can bid $10 on that. Here we go. Come on, man. Come on. Hey, guys. It's me, Tony, and I accept the all-in challenge. Um, things are very tricky these days, and people have been going hungry but even more so thanks to the situation we're in. And so I want to help provide for them and help to raise millions of dollars for those in need. So I am offering a one-on-one -on -one skate lesson exhibition, whatever you want to call it, you and a friend, actually two-on-one. So you and a friend can come out. We'll skate together. We can skate here in my backyard. We could go skate my ramp. We can go to a park. And uh, we can do kickflips. Or you can yell at me to do a kickflip. Either one. Maybe I'll teach you kickflips. Anyway... Uh, please go donate and win the chance, and uh, hopefully we'll be hanging out. And and to nominate someone else, I challenge Weird Dog Yankovic to be all in because <laughs> I think you provide a very cool experience, and I'm a huge fan. And uh, so it's up to you, Weird Al. I will see you guys soon. All in. I like that. This is a cool concept. <clears throat> the idea of making it a viral challenge, adding yes. this to yeah. it, will will make the list of things. 
you know, you say you're taking the ice bucket challenge concept and <clears throat> This is this can have exponential repercussions. Yeah, and uh, so somebody here's a text that says, "What the f? Uh, these opening bids are unattainable by the average show. Some of them are. Yes. Other ones like that one with Tony Hawk is you can spend ten bucks, yeah, and be entered to win. So some of them, yes, they're like like here you go. You can Eli Manning's 2011 Super Bowl MVP Corvette convertible. How much? It's a ten thousand dollar opening bid, which is you know more than uh, the other dude who had his. Uh, uh, Rolls Royce up for two hundred thousand dollars. So yeah. that was Meek Mills. By but the way. listen, I mean, if you had ten thousand dollars to buy a Corvette, yes. why not bid that and maybe mm. that <laughs> that will be the opening bid. It's, well, and it's the, possible. And the winning bid. Yeah. And, uh, and also, it, it, if there are really rich people out there that may take part in this, and mm-hmm. if the money goes to the cause, then that's a win. It's justified. Yeah, exactly. And I bet you a lot of these people, if this is some sort of memorabilia that entices people, they may end up buying their own stuff back. Yes. Yeah, which is quite possible. Uh, you could be Ryan Seacrest next co-host. Ooh! That's an enter to win. I don't know co-host on what. Uh, is it on live? It's on the. On the. <laughs> uh, then one more I'll highlight. Uh, you can have a love ballad customized by Robin Thicke. Oh, my God. I know it's your dream. That's it is my dream. <laughs> Casey's wondering if we should do our all our own all-in challenge. Because, you know, we're never going to get uh, selected by, you know, these guys are all super-duper famous people. Well, what would you right. offer up? An invite to your celebrity barbecue? Well, that will never happen. But, you know, I could do something like go to an, e- an Eagles game with me, you know, okay. hang out and tailgate with me and drink Diet Cokes and, you know, <laughs> Maybe all that some, sort of uh, stuff. A, a big tray of wings at the, in the suite. You I know, could do that and not pay for them. $5,000. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. uh, or, you know, maybe go to a fish concert with me or something. You know, I would have to sort of think about what would be. That's the thing. What would what would be valuable mm-hmm. uh, to to the to a listener who well, would want to bid on something like maybe that? Maybe people can suggest what they would what they would find enticing or interesting to do with us. Yes. Yeah. A- oh, and and uh, yeah. And, and, and see if that because we're probably not going to be creative when it comes to that. Like Kathy, you could gather succulents with Kathy or something Ooh. like that. Right. Yeah. And then we can go to Floral and Hardy. Uh-huh. So what What I don't know I'll is... I'll show you what I do with my microphone. <laughs> um, who benefits from this? Is it a whole bunch of different um, charities that, that benefit from the All-In Challenge? It just says providing food to those in okay. need, kids, elderly, and frontline heroes. Yeah, because I was thinking that, you know, like Phil Abundance is, um, you know, I think they're in a... Quandary. Quandary right now. And, um, you know, somebody was emailing me the other day about something, I'm, you know... Um, of course. About <laughs> <laughs> it happens to me, too. Yeah. Uh, no, about how to help out, you okay. know, okay. right now. Oh, yeah. well, you know, I, I was talking with Phil Abundance uh, earlier this week or last week, Casey, um, because we were trying to set something up. And right now, honestly, the only thing that they need and can accept is money yeah. um, because volunteers have to be limited. Um, yes. Food donations have to be limited. And so if you are considering make a donation and, and obviously it's a consideration that's difficult for some people, but if you can and have the means and we're thinking about doing it to fill abundance, um, the best thing to do right now for them is strictly money because they know how to spend it. They know what, how to, how to stretch the dollar farther than you probably do. And uh, it'll go a long way and they really can't do much else right now because of the, the situation we're in. So what would you, what do you think? Think the what would be the coolest thing you could offer case um number one i think for, I, listen i mean my listen. line of thinking is like is like to do the either the uh eagles game with you or a fish concert yeah i'm a season ticket holder for the eagles sixers and i go to every fish concert that, that right. comes to this area so it would be something like that and you know somebody had uh, texted over that nobody likes fish that's not true <laughs> 
Hundreds and thousands and millions of people love fish. That's just not true. That That seems to be a little inaccurate. You might not like fish, and that's fine, but there are other people that do. And (laughs) I... Uh, I know some people, so I might be able to, you know, get like special seating or something like that. But hey, I mean, I, w- I would really have to um, come up with something. Okay, well, go to line one. I think this might pertain to you directly. I don't know if it pertains to us in general, but uh, well, I was going to read some text. Oh, I'm sorry, we got a bunch coming in. Hang on a second here. I'll go to Kevin. Hi, Kevin. Hey, how you doing, Brother Steve? What's up, guys? Big fan. Oh, Thanks, awesome. man. What's up? I was thinking, man. Hey, listen. One day, you know, we, you know. The, all, everybody get together in Jetro parking lot, do a big, uh, big uh, cookout. You know, with you guys there. I think you know. I heard you guys say, um, you know, not not as famous as the other people. Well, you know what? Uh, you know, I'm I'm big fans of you, and I know Philadelphia is big fans of you guys. It's so very nice. Thanks, I don't know if I'd want to attend that, but but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Casey's. Yeah. Casey always talks about this legendary barbecue. Kevin, where he'd have all these celebrities that never show up. Right. I was no, he was talking about tailgating. tailgating. Yeah, I forgot yeah. to mention the, the uh, Eagles game part of the Jetro lot. Thank yeah. you, Kevin. We I'll, appreciate the love, brother. All right, man. Have, have a good one. See ya. All right. Let, let me read some of these. Yeah. So, uh, round of golf with Casey and Preston. Oh. Uh, there's a lot of play golf with Preston, but I'm kind of on the DL with my shoulder right now. Well, you can caddy. Uh, let's see. $100. No. Yeah, as you can imagine, the Kathy ones are interesting. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let's see. Round of golf. Uh, I will pay $57 for one night with Casey. No limits. Wow. No limits. Yeah. Wow. Wait, 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 wait. I have a couple of limits. Um, Nothing in the this? butt. Fat, nothing in the butt? No, I mean, not my butt. No, Your not butt, no, right. not, 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 not much in the butt. <laughs> Your butt's open. Yeah. Not, my his, butt is his not butt open. is completely open. My butt is He just closed. won't do someone else's You'd butt. You'd like the other butts open. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a fast pass at Keenan's. That's interesting. <laughs> I kind of like that idea. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, we can almost guarantee it. <laughs> uh, let's see. Be on on-air personality for the day. Oh, Bill would love that. Uh, let's see. Preston could offer a drum lesson VIP for the year of events. Huh. Uh, I'll bid a hundred dollars to have Kathy fart. Wow. Okay. Kathy. How about this, Casey? Swimming lessons with Casey Boy. Oh, I used to teach swimming lessons. That could be fun, right? Yeah. Uh, this person says I'd pay ten dollars not to go to a fish concert. <laughs> okay. Uh, Casey can spoon someone. I love that. Uh, quite a spooner. We know. I'm a good sp- and a good forker. Yeah. <laughs> Like to fork you. Uh, let's see. How much to play crack shot with you guys? That could be interesting. Oh my God, Kathy! There are so many different yeah, exams could, people want to do with you. Yeah, you could skip those. Various exams. I'm sure they all involved arts and crafts. Yeah, right, yeah. right. I'm sure it's all appropriate. No, but I think like something maybe like a giant um Fisting? like no like a target shopping spree with Kathy. Yes, or something yeah, like of course. That. Yeah. Uh, butthole sunning with Nick and Casey. Yeah, uh, that's not my thing. That, that is one. that's Nick's thing. I will spend I, mean, I will spend hundreds to bid on dinner with our heroes Bill Weston and Gary Lauer. <laughs> that would be a hell of a dinner. Yes, that would be. Uh Pearl Jam concert with Nick. Uh let's see. Make TikTok videos with Casey, drum lesson with Preston, play Call of Duty with Steve. Huh. Uh do a fall activity with Kathy. Ooh. Uh let's see. So there's a bunch here. Uh there was one that was uh, sit in on the show and uh, get to ask a guest uh, a question or two. I thought that that was, you know, the, there are attainable ones that, like um, backstage passes at a barbecue or things like that. There are things that we could try to set up that are, you know, through our promotions department that I, I think are pretty doable. Uh, 50 bucks for Kiki's panties. <laughs> Kiki's panties. Yeah. 
Uh, Steve, somebody wants to take a tour of your Batman room. Yeah, I'd do that. Uh, I'd have them come in. Do we could do the Batman room tour, and yeah. then uh, we could watch some Batman movies in my little media room. Uh, let's see. A rectal exam from Dr. Mike. Ooh. Hey, in there. Dude, he's yeah. pretty he's gentle. Good. He's gentle. He uses yeah. extra lube. Mm-hmm. Uh, movie session with Steve, snacks yes. and trivia included. That could be good. What about gardening for me? Uh, gardening? That you come over and do my garden. Oh, I like that. You fix yes. up your garden. For yeah. you. <laughs> Deliver mulch yeah. to Steve's house. How about come to my house and cut down these, uh, the uh, azalea yeah. trees in my backyard? Hey, yeah. like, I have yeah. a patch where I think there's poison ivy. You could come over and remove that. Here you go, Kathy. Salsa dance lessons oh. with you or Manthe. Either one, it says, right. would work. So. Chicka-boom, chicka-boom. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, drink whiskey with Preston. Um, I want to fight Nick. No gloves. <laughs> no hate. I love Nick. I just want to punch that watermelon of a head. <laughs> I want... Right. Yes. It's for charity. It's for charity, man. It's, yeah, it's on, no man. hate. He just wants to see what it would feel like. Uh-huh. I mean, my defense is pretty good, so he'd have to get the punch in, you know? Yeah, How about your defense this? is crying. How about, this is bar, call, bar crawl with Marissa or maybe like a cheese tour. Yeah. We could do that. Oh, my right? God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, organize your home with Kathy. Uh, so there's there's a couple of decent ones in here. Uh, I mean, but yeah, all right. Keep host, the suggestions coming. Host the MM barbecue. Um, yeah, that's not bad. Dream catch, dream catcher making with Manthe. How about wake Pierre? Oh my God, up? these things don't even work. How about wake Pierre up for a week uh, of work? Oh, every day, yeah, every day. Yeah, Pierre yeah, ride to work yeah. every day. You're his alarm clock. Oh my God, all what right. do you want? <laughs> There's potential. Let's uh, let's let's kick this idea around. We got to figure out uh, the legalities and how we do it. I don't know. I doubt they'll ask us to be a part of the all-in No, 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 especially yeah. when you're giving away Kevin Hart movies, yeah, yeah. right? I mean, listen, because like Jackson is a. Um, He's a uh, an owner of a Brazilian jiu-jitsu gym. You could maybe belt. do something with that. He's a black belt. Yep. You could maybe mum with uh, Jackie Ooh. Bam Bam or something like that. That's How about mumming with Bill Weston? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Look at me. I'm flamboyantly dressed. <laughs> I would pay for that one, Steve. <laughs> yes. We need to do him up in full memorabilia. I got loud makeup on and I'm dancing. Oh my god! Wow. Okay. <laughs> um. So I well, let's let's kick that idea around. We have a promotion meeting today. Maybe we can talk about that with those guys. All right. Uh, but it's really cool. There's some there's some good stuff on here. Um. So it's through the All In Challenge. If you just do a search on that, or we'll have Marissa post that up on PressInstitute.com, so it's very easily accessible to you. Let's take a break and come back because we do have uh, bizarre file stories on the way, and and the first shot at winning five hundred dollars MMR's Rock Refund. When we get back, make sure you stay with us. Small businesses are the backbone of our local communities, and right now they could use our help. Introducing WMMR's Operation Shop Local, encouraging you to buy a gift card from your local business to use in the future. But the cash you spend helps the business right now during a rough time. You can also make a difference patronizing businesses, offering home delivery or curbside pickup. If you run a local business, go to WMMR.com and list your business in our directory of available goods and services. Operation Shop Local is a free service. WMMR is promoting this local business directory for our listeners to review and support when possible. We're all in this together. A message in the community interest from the Beasley Media Group and WMMR. All right, in the interest of time, we're diving right back into things because we're going to go live on Fox Good Day in a moment. We're going to have a chance to win 
$500 with MMR's Rock Refund in just a little bit. I'm not sure. Kathy, are you there or not? Are you there? She's not okay. So, yeah, we didn't tell the gang that we were going to get right back into things. So she might be making a boom boom. It's her opportunity to if yeah. she's going to. So uh, we'll get back to the traffic in just a moment. So what should I mention? I should mention, because uh, we're going to talk about Isolation Idol when we go on uh, Fox 29 in a moment. So I won't do that. Um, hang on a second. I, I'm sorry. Take a I, big swig, I, man. I, I thought we were going to go to traffic, and uh, I just ate a little breakfast bar thing. Mm. <sighs> God, that feels so bad. My mouth is shooting. My mouth is all dry. I'm going to shoot now. <laughs> it is difficult to talk <laughs> when you have um, residual food left in your mouth. So <clears throat> you tend to salivate, or at least I do. Uh, I can do a couple of short outs real quick. Immerse will be about a minute away. Uh-huh. About a minute. Okay. Um, it says, hey, guys, uh, if you don't read this on the requested date, it's okay. I called you guys near the beginning of the outbreak to tell you about my boyfriend, Joe. Here's a little recap on him. Today is his birthday. Obviously, we cannot celebrate how we normally would this year as he, uh, but he owns a route for Snyder's pretzels and has been working a lot harder these last few weeks since pandemic, although he has been able to slow down a bit. Uh, I still worry about him. Uh, when he enters the supermarkets that he's at every week. Uh, I'd like you guys to give him a shout-out if you can as a way to say thank you and happy birthday to him. Sincerely, from Brittany in Northeast Philadelphia. Glad to do it. So I'll do it twofold. Here we go. Right. And then Joe, I love you. Very <laughs> nice. Uh, so thank you. We appreciate that. And we'll uh, send that out to you and anybody who's out driving around, stopping at places, and uh, are concerned oh. about people who are doing that very thing as well. So we got a few seconds before we go live on. Kathy, are you there now? Yes. Okay. So we, we jumped back into things early. We don't have time for traffic. Oh, you weren't finished yet. Uh, we're going on uh, Fox Good Day in about 10 seconds when you hear the music. That means we are live on the air. And there it is. So here we go. What the hell was that? It's Wednesday. I'm scared. (laughs) President Steve, it is Wednesday. And how is Isolation Idol going? Uh, It's going well. We are getting submissions. Our uh, audition judges are taking a look at them. I haven't had a chance to really see anything as of yet or here. Response has been good, though. Response has been good. So for those who don't know, we are... Uh, you know, listen, a lot of people are stuck at home right now, and especially the creative types are maybe uh, stretching their creative muscles a little bit more and rehearsing more and writing more and, and uh, performing a little bit more via the web. So we wanted to get a flavor for that, and we offered up a $500 prize uh, for uh, a winner to Isolation Idol. Since you are at home, we wanted you to send a video of you performing, and we'll go through an audition process, and then next week we're going to have people come on the air live and perform oh. for us, and then we'll have finalists each day, and then we'll have a uh, a championship at the end of the week where listeners will vote on that. Got it? Did we lose them? I think we, we lost it. them. Okay. Now we got it. Okay. What, what, what kind of things are being submitted? <laughs> Did it start off as like music, like American Idol, and it's got into other forms now? Actually, a lot of adult film stuff is coming. No, no. <laughs> uh, it's mostly music, right? It's 99% music. <laughs> Uh, yes, I assume so. Marissa and Nick have been the ones that have been uh, whittling through the submission, so I don't really know exactly, oh, wow. but we, we will find out, me there and is, Steve, next There week. is one didgeridoo submission. A didgeridoo! Uh, yes, and a lot of singing, uh, some guitar shredding, and, uh, you know, things along those lines. Uh, but, not, you know, we, it's an audio-based competition, so that's what we're looking for. Yeah, yeah. You, you wouldn't see a didgeridoo on, on American okay. Idol, right? Yeah. yeah? No. <laughs> 
Do you get extra points if you write your own song? No, you get no other points. However, you do have to sign to our uh, soon-to-be-formed record company, yeah. uh, which will be part of <laughs> We're going to Simon Cowell this thing and, and, and make everyone our, our entertainment uh, slaves, basically. Yeah, it, it doesn't have to be... Uh, no, it doesn't have to be no. original. Yeah, yeah. Whatever you want. Whatever shows, it just has to be audio because we're radio, right. and obviously that... The audience has to hear something. But again, it's a wide variety of musical styles that's coming in. Nick is sort of curating everything, and it looks promising. Mm -hmm. Or it could go down Uh, in flames. We don't know. I have a question for you. I am going to submit my my Sammy Davis Jr. impression. Okay. Big, no, big, no. big with the kids these days. They love yeah, exactly. the Sammy Davis stuff. Kung Kung Kachong. Yeah, if you could be there drinking a little, um, a little Mogan David while you're doing it too. Manischewitz serving. Man, man, when unexpected cats drop by. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here's one thing. What have you all learned about yourselves in quarantine? Preston, let's start with you. Wow, what have I learned about myself? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know what? Our routine has not changed as much. Other, we're still coming to work. It's like you. It's like you, Mike, uh, and uh, okay. and Alex. You, you both. You, I mean, though Alex is at home, but but your your schedule is pretty much the same, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um. So I've learned that I when I try to play referee with my kids and family, it still doesn't work. Um. Oh, so none no. of that has changed. But I haven't learned anything new about myself, Mike. Unfortunately, I'm sorry. Well, I ha- find, some people are finding more patience or... Oh no. God, no. Uh, no, no. That kind of thing. That's not true. I've, I've, <laughs> Kathy says no. Kathy's like, nope. Patience is like the last thing. That's what I'm losing is my patience. <laughs> yeah. So- How's the marriage? <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. No, it's, oh, no. it's going well, Kathy, right? I think what yesterday was not a good day. Uh, I was losing oh. my patience for mm-hmm. sure. Um, I, I need to get out. I think that's the one thing I learned that I like to go out. I need to go to a restaurant. I need to see other people. And uh, Kathy also has a voracious sexual appetite. And it will tire any man out. No. That's true. She needs many partners. <laughs> many partners. Okay, uh, we'll see you all next week. Okay. Bye. Bye. We'll see what we learn next week. <laughs> see, you. see you later, guys. Weird. Uh, that was strange. There were yeah. long pauses, right? I, I think there's a delay in the signal or something like that because I stopped and I'm, and we stopped talking and there was this long pause. <laughs> like, uh, I, I was watching you guys on TV. I think they were doing something else. It looked when, when they came, it was just you guys on camera with the um, the isolation idol logo. Uh, that was up on the screen, and when it came back to them, they had clearly been doing something else or trying to prep for something else. Yeah, we had sent over some of our Isolation Idol contestant tapes, and I think behind the scenes they were trying to get them onto the screen. It wasn't happening. So they were probably listening in their ear to see if they were ready or not and stretching. So you, like, if if Preston was talking on, Preston, go to commercials, go to commercials now. So on TV, that's a lot of what's happening. Yeah, and it's hard to continue your train of thought when someone is speaking into your ear like that. So I can understand why they were slightly distracted. Okay. All right. Um, hey, it's 8.01. We got to do this. 93.3 WMMR. Now, your rock refund keyword. The word for you to enter is friend. Friend. Oh. That's right. F-R-I-E-N-D. Friend. A wonderful word. And you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. Three ways to do that. You can do it via text to the special contest short code number, which is 45911. Or if you'd like to be automatically entered for the $10,000 grand prize, enter on the MMR mobile app or at WMMR.com. 
One random entry wins $500 in our company-wide contest, and that person will get a call from our company, Beasley, so be sure to answer your phone. Contest rules are available at WMMR.com and is sponsored by A&T, Subaru, and Chevy in Sellersville. And the word again is friend. Friend. Get on that. Good luck to you. Let's take a look at NJM Insurance Group traffic. Kathy, what's going on this morning? In Pottstown, High Street between Arm and Hammer Boulevard and Pleasant View Road, we've got an accident there. It is causing jam traffic. Traffic is being diverted around the accident area. In Upper Moreland Township, Easton Road at 611, an accident there. In South Philadelphia, Broad Street, South, uh, Broad Street northbound at the Schuylkill. We've got uh, the ramps narrowed because of construction, so uh, westbound on the Schuylkill Expressway, that ramp closed to trucks. In Christiana, Delaware, Route 1 southbound between 273 and 40. We've got right lane construction and then also in uh, Newcastle, Airport Road between Commons Boulevard and 95. Some flooding to watch out for there. This traffic report brought to you by Allstate. If you haven't quoted Allstate lately, it's the perfect time. Now Allstate has new, lower auto rates. Call local Allstate agent and get a quote now. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre all right, sharing stories. It's what we do. And I'm going to get, begin with this one. A man from Indiana ended up receiving what appeared to be a lottery win rather than a stimulus check. Charles Calvin checked his bank account and found $8.2 million had been no! deposited into his checking account. Awesome. Instead of the $1,700 he had been expecting to cover himself and a child. Man, they gave me a little bit more. The IRS had announced that it sent out the first round of stimulus payments on Saturday. Calvin, a volunteer firefighter in New Chicago, Indiana. Hey, Ed, did you get your $8 million check? <laughs> couldn't believe what he was seeing when he checked his balance at the ATM. He said, once I withdrew $200 out of my account, I looked at the available balance still left in my account. At first, he thought the machine had thrown up some sort of error, so he ran his card again. Exact same amount was shown again. That's just it, that's just cruel. So on Monday, he called his bank and was told that the money was no longer in his account, although the $1,700 stimulus money was. Uh, he said, it kind of sucks. You go from being a millionaire one second and then back to being broke again. But hey, once you're poor, you don't have anywhere else to go but up. Uh, sounds like a good guy. They should have given him a million just for being honest. I know. <laughs> Calvin is not sure if the readout was an error made by the federal government or just the ATM he used. Either way, he's not complaining as he received what he was legitimately entitled to. Uh, Most people should receive their deposits in the coming days. An Indonesian fashion influencer claims to have made a bag... Out of a human spine and alligator tongues. Sounds good, Kat. And is now trying to sell it for $5,000. Arnold Putra first put the bag featuring a handle made out of an entire child's spine who had osteoporosis up for sale in 2016 on Instagram. It's a dead baby. Uh, (laughs) Since the post, it's appeared on uh, Artro's main Instagram page as well as UK website called The Unconventional. Oh, I love your clutch. Oh, it's a baby long. Uh, But don't worry, the human spine is, quote, ethically sourced, he told the insiders. Uh, The spine was medically sourced from Canada with papers, according to Arturo. Uh, the pos- it's possible to buy bones from licensed companies in Canada that receive human specimens donated to medicine and occasionally sell them as surplus. Isn't the purpose, though, usually to use them from some sort of for some sort of medical research or something? Yeah, uh, to, to turn them into fashion. The controversial bag came to light when 19-year-old student Maxim had found uh, the post and tweeted it uh, in March. His now deleted tweet caused outrage on social media, with many bombarding the Instagram post 
with their disgusted reactions. Mm. The Instagram account, uh, his Instagram account also features original designs using polar bear fur, pig skin, and Komodo dragon skin that sh- uh, shed peeled off a living dragon by Arnold. So yeah. that's what he does. He sells weird stuff. In Florida, neighbors in Sand Lake Cove say that they are seeing more people being attacked by hawks. When Tanya Viltelic was walking her dog, she was suddenly attacked. She said it felt like a brick hit me in the back of the head. <coughs> and I got knocked <coughs> I got knocked to the ground. She says the hawk went right for her head. Uh. Pi- pictures show the painful gashes. Uh, she said, I have about four scratches Look at my gash. on my head, but at least they weren't as deep as the other people have had. Uh, she said, excuse me, around 15 of her neighbors have also been injured. Uh, she said, I feel... Uh, Dmitry Morozov said, I feel like some uh, something brushed my head and my dog was dumbfounded. Uh, he was attacked. He said, I've never been attacked by a hawk before, so it was awesome. And, Those suckers are big. And scary at the same time, but also kind of surprising to say the least. Have you ever done one of those bird shows at, like, SeaWorld or whatever? And they fly you right over your head? Yeah. yeah. Uh, those are big bastards. They are. Surprising, uh, because even after he was injured, he said that his dad got injured as well. He said, my father also got attacked the day after I got attacked and got a scratch on his head as well. According to the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission, this is the time of year when hawks are nesting. Mm-hmm. Wildlife officials said raptors dive at people who come too close. And they recommend trimming back branches so that hawks can't perch on them. Uh, They also said it's a good idea to use umbrellas or hard hats to protect yourself. Or machine guns. When you're outside, Remember we had, was it a goose or what was it that was in the uh, the bushes out in front of the building? It was a goose. Nick, I think you almost had a a fist fight with uh, the goose. (laughs) Well, I wanted to fight him because he was an (laughs) a-hole. Right. He just wanted wanted to see what his melon head would feel like if you punched him. He was protecting his babies, was he not? Well, she was. She was, yeah. Well, no, she was... Fluid, gender fluid. A British woman in a long-term relationship with a 92-year-old German chandelier has been told that her attraction to historic light fittings is not considered to be a protected sexual orientation. How old is she? She, I, You know what? I didn't catch her age, Steve. I think she's like in her mid-40s and the chandelier is 92. What do they talk about? That's a big split. Uh, the press regular regulator Ipso made a ruling after Amanda Liberty, a woman from Leeds in her mid-30s, there you go, Yeah, uh, complained about an article in The Sun mocking her public declaration of love for Lumiere, mm. her name for an intricate lamp she bought on eBay. Yeah. She argued that the newspaper's article had breached the regulator's code of conduct, which requires publishers to avoid prejudicial or pejorative references to an individual's sexuality. Liberties identifies as an objectum sexual, an individual who is attracted to objects. She objected to being included in the uh, end of year article by columnist Jane Moore, which nominated her for a Dagenham Award, which is uh, simply because of her sexual attraction to Lumiere. And I guess it's, a, you know, an idiot award. Of right. Some like the uh, Darwin Awards. Yeah. The newspaper said it did not doubt that her attraction to chandeliers was genuine. However, it said that sexual orientation in the context of the press regulation code covered people who were attracted to people of the same sex, the opposite sex, or both. Listen, if you want to bang a chandelier, have at it. And since Liberty was not legally able to marry, the chandelier would not be legally discriminatory to prevent such a marriage. Mm. One last story. A naked woman jumped on top of a police car in Spain after a court appearance for violating the country's coronavirus stay-at-home mandate. 
Uh, video shows an unidentified blonde standing with her hands held above her head while completely naked atop of her of a patrol car outside a police station in southern Spain. It's like T.J. Hooker, but without the T.J. Uh, the woman stripped down and hopped on top of the cruiser after being released on bail for flouting Spain's strict lockdown mandate. Three officers soon took her back into custody. <laughs> video shows she was taken to a hospital for evaluation. Uh, she was first picked up by police after neighbors reported that a woman had been streaking during a daily tribute for emergency workers. They arrested for breaking quarantine, not for being nude and jumping on the hood of the car. She's getting both, actually. Oh, okay. So, and there you go. That's what I have for you in uh, the Bizarre File. All right, you got a little less than five minutes before you can enter the word friend uh, for a shot at 500 bucks. That would go nicely in your bank account, so make sure that you do that. The word is friend, F-R-I-E-N-D. You can text it for, through our contest short code. Which is four five nine one one, or if you'd like to win ten thousand dollars, you could be in the running for that grand prize by entering it on the MMR mobile app or at wmmr.com. So get on that now. We'll take a break and come back in a moment. Don't forget, in a little while, Dennis Quaid on the show, yeah, and Bill Engvall on the show as well. Stay there. We'll be right back. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Skip the trip to the store and get your groceries delivered with Acme. Get everything you need. Milk, fresh produce, bottled water, and more delivered right to your door. It's fast and super easy. Order online at shop.acmemarkets.com and get free delivery with your first online order. Carefully picked, conveniently delivered with Acme, your favorite local supermarket and the official supermarket of MMR's Preston and Steve Show. Stevens' new I Love You Rose is putting a little love in everyone's day. A portion of all Gold Rose sales will support local restaurants and healthcare workers. I hate Stevensinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I know we didn't get a chance to speak. We're all busy during the uh, uh, the music and the commercials and all that stuff. But I think, and we haven't been here in a while. Oh, okay. Uh, but we're going to head to the Jessian Institute, if oh, that's okay. All right, because okay. I, I think we have some no, studies. What? What? There's a lot of information necessary to get out there. Yeah. You did say that. I did? Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, so, just saying, Institute, we did just say things. Yes, and we need our music, so yeah. I'm sorry. I should have let Casey know ahead of time. But here we go. Just saying, Institute, the music may not happen at the exact moment we announce it, but it eventually comes. <laughs> this is true. Uh, Located so, over 200 sprawling acres in West Virginia, established in 1928, the Just Sane Institute provides all sorts of useless information for morning shows around the world. So here is a study that... Uh, Basically states you don't have to worry about young people spending too much time on their screens, uh, having it affect their social skills in real life. Uh, Researchers from the Ohio State University. uh, The real one? uh, The one, yes. Compared teacher and parent evaluations of children who started kindergarten in 1998, six years before Facebook launched, with those who began school in 2010 when the first iPad debuted, and they found both groups of kids were rated similarly on interpersonal skills such as forming and maintaining friendships and getting along with people who are different. So they're basically uh, edgy loners at this point, right? <laughs> no, no, oh. not at all. It says that there's not. it's not hurting their social oh, okay. skills. You, so in your house, do you think you've, you, uh, your, your kids seem, you know, 
uh, kids seem, uh, you know, gregarious, or at least, you know, they're, they're, they're friends and so social. on and so forth. Social. Other than Parker's not very social, but... But he's social and, and, and his interests. Which yes. The, and so he's found his group. Yes. Yeah. So, and and I'm finding that my, my kids don't spend a lot of time on social media, if that's what we're talking about. Now, they do spend a lot of time with technology right. and watching YouTube videos and gaming and things like that. They're not really on social media that much, but... Um, is the focus of this just, uh, it just online says, in general or social media specifically? It says technology, uh, and, and it talks about the, the launch of Facebook and when the first iPad debuted. So I think it's kind of an overall spending time with devices. All right. Okay, so... And, and my kids do spend a lot of time with devices, but it's mainly watching videos yes. uh, along those lines. So uh, there's a little bit of socializing that does take place. Uh, but for the most part, it's kind of their own entertainment. So, But they still manage to be social and all. Yeah, every time I pass my son as he's playing on the, the PS4, I say, who He you tells hate? you're in the company of greatness? Yes. <laughs> he goes, Dad, I'm clapping cheeks right now. All right, cool. Clapping cheeks. That's my new favorite one, bro. And what... What does it mean, bro? It's like kicking ass. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, dude, I'm, I'm totally, totally clapping cheeks right now. Um, yeah, so I can't wait to actually use that in conversation. But uh, but when your, I pass your, your kid is Vince Vaughn. Dude, I love him so much. Yeah. He's so funny. Um, but when I pass him, I say, who are you hanging out with? You yeah. know, because yeah. n- normally I would say 95% of the time he's on his uh, PS4, He's playing with classmates All or, right. you know, friends or whatever. So there is socializing going on. Yep. So, yeah, so it says that they've uh, they rated similar with kids in the past uh, as, as far as forming and maintaining friendships and getting along with people who are different. They also rated similarly on self-control, for example, the ability to uh, regulate their temper. Uh, the study author said, overall, we found very little evidence huh. that the time spent on screens was hurting social skills for most children. There is a tendency for every generation at my age, to start to have concerns about the younger generation, and it's an old story. You remember my television and my parents always get it. Would you get off that telegraph? Would you get off that telegraph? All the time. I'm just talking to my friend. Oh my god! Go outside and play. Though you have incredibly muscular fingers, Stephen. I'm sorry, mom. Get off of that machine. That's you know, so I'm, funny. I'm a little older. <laughs> All right. Well, anyhow, don't worry about it affecting too much. Now, that doesn't mean everybody is the same. There's no, some, some people are. I mean, some kids are stark raving lunatics. Yeah, and they, well, they might uh, you know spend a little too much time right. uh, on their screens. And then before you know it, you're selling body parts in yep. India. <laughs> All right. So clapping cheeks is also like banging. I guess uh, I don't know. Let's go to DJ because he's got a comment. Hey, DJ, how you doing? Hey, guys, I love you like Dr. Mike. Ah, oh, I love, love that ya. phrase. Love you. All right, DJ, you wanted to comment on uh, <laughs> clapping cheeks? So I'm not trying to snitch on Casey's son, you know, uh-huh. but, and he might just be misguided too, but it, is, it definitely is a, it's, at least it started out as a sexual term and people who play video games <laughs> are basically saying like, I'm effing you right now, boy. I yeah. got a lot of texts coming in oh saying that it means doggy style yeah, and more. That's, that's what I thought when I heard so, it. Here's the deal. My so son he's he's saying he's clapping cheeks. He's he's effing somebody from the, hard. My he's screwing him over. That. My son doesn't know that. He How has you know that? No, because Are you sure? There is, yeah, I, I'm positive. Yeah. He has no clue what that actually means. DJ, go ahead. 
So before you go ahead and like use that on somebody, Casey, just make sure you're you know conversation. Uh huh. How old is uh, Shane? He's twelve, and there is no way if he actually knew what it meant, Dad, I'm flicking the bean. He would not be using that uh, verbiage in front of me, my wife, my mother. Uh, yeah, he just away. he heard the phrase yeah. and repeated the phrase. I, yeah. I remember calling my friends a dildo when I was you know twelve, thirteen years old and having no idea what a dildo was. Yeah, because twelve. A... Because twelve. What grade is that? Uh, he is in seventh grade. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, he he knows what. Now he may not know what that means, but he yeah. knows. You know what I mean. At he, least he, he knows, knows about the, the birds, maybe yeah. not the bees. Yeah. He knows a little bit about birds and bees and stuff like right. that. But when he's using that term at the dinner table, there's there's yeah. absolutely oh. Po- I'm positive. I think you're, I think there's you're, you're no right. way he knows exactly what he's saying. Right to there. Nick's point, I yeah. remember saying things that I had no idea what they meant, but they were they were profane. And I, we've talked about this many times before. When the, when you would say as a kid something sucked, yeah, yeah, or, or you know scum sure. was always you know scumbag was you know a, a condom, yeah, uh, and and uh, and and sucked meant what you would assume the likely progression would be. Which I always found it funny because when uh, who made uh, in the in the WWE suck it? Oh, oh, uh, who was is that? that? Is that John Cena? Uh, I'm, I'm not it. sure, but but suck it that yeah, whole yeah. thing. I'm like, really? I mean, yeah. that means. That means horror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what that means. Yeah. And, yeah. and all the kids were saying it. So, you know, they <laughs> yep. may not fully understand. So I know what you're saying, yeah. Casey. But that actually, that's hilarious. It is. I love that. That that's is so hilarious. Great. Clapping cheeks. Clapping cheeks. <laughs> People are texting in like crazy. Apparently the consensus right is that's the wow. real meaning of it. Okay. Well, I'm, we're, listen, I'm changing it to I'm kicking ass. Yeah. So why don't you say kicking ass? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. clapping cheeks sounds funny. Why don't you say banging ass? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's totally booty. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me see. I got some other things. For I you. mean, listen. I'm walking past my son, going, "Yo, you clapping cheeks right now?" Uh, <laughs> oh shoot. Oh no. Dad, I got yeah, him. Just spread- like you and Mom. <laughs> I got him spreading. I'm pounding away. Oh my oh, god. No. Wow. Wow. Okay. Right off. Um. <laughs> That's Back from, to the Justine Institute. It's from Better Off. Yes, Dad. it is. Okay. Uh, a scientific study has proven for a fact women are safer drivers than men. University of Westminster Research looked at injury and traffic statistics, travel survey data, and population and gender figures. From 2005 to 2015, they found that for cars and vans, the risk male drivers posed was double that of women per kilometer driven. Uh, the risk was four times higher for male truck drivers and more than ten times higher for those on motorcycles. Huh. Uh, overall, two-thirds of traffic deaths were associated with cars and taxis, uh, but the data suggests other vehicles uh, might be even more dangerous. Where was this study conducted? Because you said kilometers. University of Westminster, so I assume that's in England. Right. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you think that, um, that there is a... Um, there, there's a I, I, like collateral damage as a result of women being safer drivers. That I that do believe that. that that their safety actually creates danger for other people. So sometimes I think they're overly cautious people on the road that mm-hmm. end up causing accidents. Yeah, where they're they're just too cautious, and like a lot of times, and my wife and I have gotten into fights. You know, sometimes I'll pull up to an intersection after someone has already pulled up to an intersection. Yeah. And they're waving you through because they're going to make a uh, a left or whatever. It's like 
and I purposely ignore them. I like because then you get into that game where you start to move and then they start to move and it's like just follow the rules follow of the, the road. Whoever we'll got there first, be, you're you have yeah. the right of way. Exactly. Go. Yeah. But I would think that that's what this means. That it's just people that are following the rules, not overly cautious people that might be causing accidents, like people who right. are just reckless. Yeah. Uh, Typical but it's, woman. Uh, but it is saying... I'm dive through my computer and strangle you, boy. It is saying that uh, that women are safer drivers per the numbers, per the statistics. So, According to kilometers driven. Yes, exactly. Uh, so the researchers suggest... And they also drive on the left side. Policymakers consider policies to increase gender balance in occupations that substantially involve driving, uh, given the greater likelihood that other road users will be killed uh, if men rather than women are driving well, the, or riding. They're looking at rules in London right now that will mandate you having at least one woman in the car when you go traveling. No, no matter what. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Uh, well, this kind of shoots off of, of that a little bit. You're going to shoot? I'm not going to shoot. <laughs> you just shot. Can my announcer said, tell everybody that... <laughs> Preston's not going to shoot, but we return to the Just Saying Institute for more illuminating information. Uh, The lockdown is having at least one good effect, Uh and uh, part of it does have to do with the traffic. Uh, NASA satellite data shows a 30% reduction in atmospheric nitrogen nitrogen dioxide pollution in the northeastern U.S. Uh, NASA's Aura satellite measures the concentrations of atmospheric nitrogen oxide, which is mainly emitted from burning fossil fuels, and the generation of electricity, which is a good indicator of human activity. Uh, NASA writes on its website that the data indicate uh, that the nitrogen dioxide levels in March 2020 are about 30% lower on average across the region of the I-95 corridor. That's pretty cool. From D.C. to Boston. And they say there's also been a 30% increase in the amount of raging alcoholics. (laughs) Uh Yep. There's... (laughs) There's a there's a good and bad. <laughs> Domestic violence is up, but yes, pollution that's, is down. That's, that's a bad. Yes, uh, DC to Boston. So then, this was then with compared with uh, uh, March uh, between 2015 2019. Uh, they also noted a drop in the nitrogen dioxide concentration over California earlier last week, and we had spoken to a couple of people out in L.A., and they were like, you can visibly see the difference this, there. You can and, see the L.A. skyline, and it's wild when, when it when you can't see because I've been there when you yeah. when that. Um, when the smog hangs, the smog is there. It's, it's like, ridiculous. Wow, this is really weird. So they're seeing a um, uh, a disappearance of that. So that's pretty cool. Always looking think, for the positive. Um, that will go. Do you it'll think go it'll, away. I mean, but like, how quickly will it be? Like immediately erased? Yeah, yeah, pretty okay. quick. I would yeah, imagine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, what else? How about more we... from the Just Saying Institute? What will stay located over two hundred sprawling <laughs> acres in West Virginia. We'll stay. Founded in 1928 <laughs> by Dr. Gupta Saguik. Gupta Saguik. It sounds more You're not going to be able to remember that one. I don't know. We'll see. I, I wanted to give it a sort of an international flavor. So this keys a little bit off of uh, the uh, the lockdown, the, uh, the quarantine. Yes. Uh, Walmart CEO Doug McMillan says that people are starting to need a haircut. So you're starting to see more beard trimmers and hair color uh, being sold. He said, it's interesting to watch the dynamic play out. People have also started buying things like puzzles and games to pass time. We've talked about this. In isolation. And there's another story that I have that ties in this. is It's not from the JSI. I wonder how many people are just um, taking a regular, they're trimmers. Yeah. And, you know, I, 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 you think we'll see more more crew cuts or more tight cuts yeah. just because a trimmer can get it done I've, easier? I've been, I have clippers at my house and I've been trying to... Talk my son into 
shaving each other's heads, you right. know, and he's just not having it right now. I, I have, and, and what I hate when, when my hair, because I wear my hair a little bit longer, right. not not long, long, but I do have a, a full head of hair, um, when I get these little curly cues by the ear, yeah, and so I have clippers that I shave my beard with, that I trim my beard with, and I, I, I think about getting rid of those little curly cues, but I just, I can't bring myself to cut my own hair because I'm going to mess it up. It's going to look stupid. And so I can't bring myself to do it, but I think I probably will end up doing it during this time frame. You got well. How is your uh, how how do you think your daughter would be at it? Or you know, uh, you want to try that? Uh, my hair, man. <laughs> you guys have heard uh, that there are speakeasy like hair salons. Well, now? here, so I brought this up. Kans- okay. Out of Kansas City, there's a story uh, from a, a few, and I'm sure it echoes all around the uh, uh, the country. But hairstylists are urging people to stop asking them to risk their license by cutting customers' hair because ah. it's flat-out illegal right now. So here's a, 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 a out of Kansas City, Michelle Faris says, uh, if I go to cut someone else's hair someplace that I'm not registered to at to do business at, it's breaking the law. Um, so you're hearing of, of speakeasies of sorts? Mm-hmm. How... But they, people do that anyway, you know? So you're right. I think it, that, that the people who have like their uh, in-home salons are just booming right now because they can really do whatever they want. Yeah, I, I, the, the, a person I used to go to had her salon in her condo, and it was a, it was a room set up just like that with the chair, the sink, yeah. all, the, all the stuff. Yeah. It was like you walked into a one-room hair salon. So what's the story? Could, I, I, she still I guess open? maybe legally you can do that, but I don't think you, I don't think you can unless you have, unless it's considered a business. Okay. Right. So well, no, you you can't. You, yeah, you have to have some sort of um, certification to do that. Now, is the way to go just to go with something you know is illegal? For example, hire a hooker to come over and cut your hair. You could do that. <laughs> yeah. That's a good idea, or an assassin. No, 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 not down there, up here on top. Yeah, hey, yeah. um, I mean, what is stopping me from? Listen, I I'm friends with my uh, hairstylist. What's what's stopping me from having her come over to my house well, and cutting nothing, my hair in my driveway or my my is. back deck? Can I get in trouble for that? Well, no. No, oh, wow. but you're you're asked you're right. The the the, the social distancing. We, yes, yeah. social distancing. And, and they're asking of... that you don't ask them because then they're you know they're feeling obligated because maybe you're a friend or or whatever. Yep. Yeah. That they is it illegal? Probably it. not. Is it irresponsible? Absolutely. Yeah. So that's part of it. So you have to you got to weigh those two things. Jace keeps saying to me, he's like, "Why is my hair so long?" I'm like, really? <laughs> the hair salons are closed, buddy. Are you thinking about maybe at some point? Given in and buzzing it, it no, because I buzzed his hair um, a couple of years ago, and he cried. Wow. He <gasps> thought it was the worst haircut what? in the world. He, yep. But oh, you do all those arts and crafts. It was bad. He he cried, and he said he said to me, "Don't ever do that again." And I said, "Okay." So he doesn't want to buzz it, and I don't know how to do anything else other than that. Well, my conundrum is that. I occasionally get ass injections, you oh, know, for no. to plump up my cheeks. No. Okay. What are you gonna do? Well, there's a, a woman I used to go to. She didn't have. She had like it was in her ha- apartment, and uh, she would inject concrete into my ass. Listen, but, when uh, there is, um, when the the restrictions are lifted, there is going to be a, an absolute boom in. Um, Waxing and hair and nails and all, all the of that, so all, the all of that grooming. Right. Yeah. I'm wondering though, statistically, and I wonder if there's data available for this, like in the city of Philadelphia, talking about prostitution and things of that nature. That was illegal to begin with, and you had to do that on the sly anyway. Right. So I wonder how how that has been impacted. Yeah. You can't do the sidewalk pickup, but I wonder. 
Yeah. I wonder where that stands right That's now. That's a good question. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I've actually, I've wondered how the opioid epidemic has um, fared during this whole thing because... I think it might be harder to get. It, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I, you know, I, I don't know how, I, you know, how I've, people I've are getting their, their pills, their heroin. Like Domestic violence has skyrocketed. Yeah. All that stuff, sadly, has skyrocketed. Suicide has, in some cities, has doubled. Yeah. However, I don't know how that would be affected because you're right. A lot of those deals are are struck on street yeah, corners. Yeah, I want to say, I thought I saw a headline. I didn't read the article, so don't take this, you know, as, yeah. as, ver, as, uh, as Bible. Bible but, uh, but I thought I saw that it might be kind of cutting back on it a little bit like Casey's indicating. Well, for, for just general accessibility, right? Yeah. You'd have to go, you'd have to take greater steps to acquire. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I would think so. Kathy? Yeah, you guys mentioned uh, the domestic violence issue and how it it kind of is uh, up because everybody's stuck in their house. And um, I actually talked to a woman from uh, the Women's Center of Montgomery County, and she was saying that they're actually doing emergency placements. So, like, if there are people out there who are in this situation and, you know, feel like they're in danger, um, they can actually call the, the Women's Center and uh, they'll put them in some sort of emergency housing. Good, 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 good. So there is help out there. Don't feel that you are... Yeah, I mean, it, you are somewhat trapped, but if you can, if you can reach out, do you it. Know what, uh, sorry, and one more thing. Um, she also said that um, in times like these, um, the abusers, you know, they they're feeling just like the rest of us, like they're losing control of sorts. So um, with them, when they're in the home, that's when they try to um, exert the control, exert the control yeah. over the women and right. and the kids sometimes oh, too. Nightmare. Right, little less serious thing. All right, uh, going back to the hair, which is how we got started <laughs> on this. I was telling Casey this the other day. I was going through, scrolling through some old photos uh, just from a few weeks back, and I noticed one that I hadn't seen before. And I walk into my wife, Rochelle, and I go, what the F is this? <laughs> so it was it was a shot of me. I was pouring something out of a pot. Carter was, we were making uh, gherkins, anyway. And so I'm pouring this, this brine out of a pot, and my head is leaned over, and the top of my head is facing towards the camera. There was a bald patch there. <gasps> and I'm like, what no. the F is what? this? Lean over. It's on the top of my head. You, I don't think you have a bald spot. No, she goes, she was laughing. She goes, it's just the way your hair is lying there. Yes. You're, you don't have a bald spot. No. Uh-huh. She, she had to talk me down. <laughs> down. She's like, like it's just, you, you, have a, you have kind of a little, you know, colic there in your hair. Yeah. Don't worry. I was telling Casey about the other. She's like, I have the same thing, man. I know what you're talking about. The, I'm like, and the camera. I'm like, I am too old to start losing my hair. People who lose their hair, it, they've already had it. It's broken in on them. That happened years ago. Right. Yeah, that right. happens in, like, your 20s. Yeah. If you're, you're going to be the guy who is going bald. It's going to happen at a way younger age. Right? I, I started thinning a little. I, I, so I was Bruce Willis, uh, Die Hard 1 in college <laughs> okay. a little bit, you know, so that manageable. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I've seen that time and time again, Preston, especially with the camera and the way the camera will highlight a spot. Yes. It's I, not. It's I, think, I think it's from the headphones. I think it's it's because it's right where my headphones here <gasps> sit. I don't think it's balding me. I just think it's pushed it down and moved the the angle oh, of the roots of and, the hair, yeah. of the way it grows. Maybe yeah. your dad has a full head of hair, right? Yes, Preston? he does. Yes, he does. Um, I remember I went through this with my brother. Uh, my brother lived with me for a short period of time, and and uh, I had a mirror at my front door. And he came in one day, and he was like, "Kathy, get over here!" And I was like, "What?" And he put his head down. Same thing. He goes. What what is this? Do you see this? What's up there? And it was it, it was thinning out a little bit, and oh, I was like, man. oh, it might be a little, but don't worry, it's not that bad. And his hair did end up thinning, right? It's yeah, okay, yeah. Baby. <laughs> it, happens. it happens all the time. <laughs>
Happens to a lot of guys. It's okay. We'll try again. That's exactly what you don't want a woman to say. Oh, man. A lot of guys have that. Hang on. I'm going to go to uh, Val, who is a hairstylist. Hey, Val, good morning. Good morning, guys. You rock. Thank you. And what did you want to share with us here, Val? Hi. Yeah, I'm doing, I'm a hairstylist, and I've been doing people's hair. But, I, you know, I gauge it on how public they are, you know. That are they running out and, you know, engaging with a lot of other people? Yeah, you know, and I wear my mask and stuff, but they're friends and they need their hair done. They're stressing out, so you got to kind of, you know. I, I think I, I think. Listen, as Nick said, you're you're asked. It's it's to to be you know mindful of this and what we're being asked to do. But if it's someone that that you're acutely aware of and and you feel well, confident with, perhaps. All due respect, they they don't need to have their hair done. They want to have their hair yeah, done. Yeah, I mean, that's true. I, I, and I don't. I, I'm sure that it's difficult. So I'm not trying to presume anything. But like right now, that should be one of the things that kind of goes on the back burner. You know, because it's I, such I, close absolutely. proximity. Yeah, it's such absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But they were looking kind of shaggy, so I get it. <laughs> I, I, well, we can't have yeah. shaggy looking people running around now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unless you are shaggy from Scooby Doo, and then that's, it's totally acceptable. Val probably needs some money too, but you know, yeah, you gotta. Well, that's listen. the thing. That's too. the bitch. I, I was talking to Angela from Gravity Hair Salon, our, our you know our friend who our former calendar girl, and she was like, "We're just like we're making no money. They're making money on like sales of products where they're doing like a drive up service, and you can go right. and you can get your shampoos and stuff like that. Right. And so they get a commission on that. But she's like, "That's it right now. You know, she she has no money in, but they they can't be doing hair on the outside. One, it's it's not legal, and two, they would probably lose their job if they did. Yeah, right, right. Well, yes, shouldn't be doing that." You should not be. But doing I felt, that. you know, I felt bad for her. I'm like, I know. she applied for unemployment, and you know, she said the check that she gets from unemployment is like, you know, a, a very small portion of what they actually make. And that's you know, the conundrum. Just, and it's the whole staff. It's not just her. Kathy was talking to Dr. Mike, you know, yesterday about this, and obviously we want to get through this, but but to the to the point of millions of people out of work, millions of people in the service industries, and and things of this nature where they're just going to get decimated. So the sooner we can start getting this stuff back online in a safe manner, that's it. Because my my heart goes out to, to so many people. So there are people who will do things occasionally. I've seen this pop up. If you did have a stylist that you went to, if you, if you like sort of can pre-tip them, you know, right. if you if you have the wherewithal the to being. to sort of pre-tip them or send them a check or something, uh, you know, it, listen, it, it's 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 not a handout. It's it's in in sort of a future investment in what you might pay them for future cuts, mm-hmm. just to get through this this bridge area. And, and there are considerations for anything like that that might help. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, with this conversation, I was thinking now, I'm like, maybe, you know, we're not doing anything. We're not going anywhere. We're not really taking any pictures of the kids and stuff like that. So maybe I will grab a pair of scissors and see what I can do with Jace's hair. There are there yeah. are videos that, that can instruct you. And, and honestly, yeah. with like listen, Preston, scissors. I think you'd be cool with this if Angela needs a place to live. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, I mean, honey. Well, you know. <laughs> Look, don't. Be thrown off. I know she's very pretty, but she can sleep in my bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, okay. uh, listen, we probably have the same hours. Right, right. We'll right. do like a white line down the middle. So, but but some stylists are saying, don't 
ask me ask to do it. Yeah. yeah. So here's uh, it puts them in a bad place, and I think it creates also a fear that when everything returns to normal, they'll they'll have people who are pissed at them for not doing it, and they'll lose business. Here's another woman in Kansas City. That's where I got this story out of a Kansas City newspaper. She said uh, she posted a message on her Instagram because she owns a salon. She said. Asking a hairstylist to do your hair right now when it's clearly prohibited is like asking a doctor friend to write you a random prescription for narcotics. I'm not going to lose my license or go to jail for you. Sorry. Please respect my profession and my career and know that I'd never ask the same of you. So that's one of those things that, you know, we didn't really consider going into this. Well, listen, in the next few months, I'm supposed to get a colonoscopy, but I'm sure there's a YouTube video. Right. You know, right. You can can make ends meet. If my wife has a pen light and a melon bowl, can't she do the same thing? Nick Murphy has a bunch of different kinds of cameras. Yeah, Yeah, there's got to be something we can find in there. All right, uh, so anyhow, that's all we have time for in the Just Saying Institute. We have guests on the line shortly that we're going to talk to. Dennis Quaid is going to be joining us in a little while. Uh, and we also have a secret text word, your chance to win this morning. Uh, three bottles of stateside vodka. So text the word secret to 39333, and we'll send that word to you. And then later I'll ask you to call in with that word, and we'll get a random text. Too. So go ahead and do that. We'll take a break. Come back in a moment. Mr. Quaid on the program with us. Also, Bill Engvall uh, will be joining us, too. Stay put. Be right back. Monday nights at 9, join MMR's Jackie Bam Bam for a kick-ass concert clip, a live performance, Metallica moment. In conjunction, Metallica is releasing an entire concert recording available for your streaming pleasure right here at WMMR.com. Rock's reigning kings with MMR's nighttime jester, Jackie Bam Bam, every Monday night at 9. So when dinner's done, break from the TV and rock your smart speaker. It's Metallica Mondays with 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. We are going to skip the traffic report for now because our uh, guest is on the line and ready to go. And we've talked to him a number of times. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, yeah. We love all his stuff. And he's uh, he's trying his hand at uh, podcasting, uh, which is cool. And I like the name, the Denizons. <laughs> the Denizons. Uh, please welcome to our program this morning, Mr. Dennis Quaid. Yeah. Hey, Dennis. Hey. Oh, oh did we lose him? him now. I don't know. Dennis? Maybe he thinks he's interviewing us. Who are we calling? I don't know. Let's uh, fa- did let's, we win? Let's find out. Dennis, are, are you there? If you need assistance, dial the operator. Wow, he's got a great voice. Wait, he sounds like an Dude, operator. He's doing voiceover now. Okay. Let's take a look at NJM Insurance Group traffic. <laughs> Kathy, what's going on this morning? <laughs> We've got flooding uh, on Air- Airport Road in Newcastle, Delaware, between Commons Boulevard and 95. That is still out there. And Christiana, uh, Route 1 southbound between 273 and 40, right lane construction. That's until 3 o'clock. Uh, Broad Street northbound at the Schuylkill. Uh, both the ramps there have been narrowed, so no trucks being allowed on the westbound ramp uh, to the Schuylkill Expressway. In Pottstown, uh, that accident cleared off of High Street between Arm and Boulevard and Pleasant View. Uh, traffic was being directed around that, but that is now gone. Uh, on 295 at uh, Thoroughfare, Woodbury, exit 20, we've got right lane construction, and that is until 3 o'clock. Uh, and then don't forget Martin Luther King Drive. Uh, that's closed in both directions until further notice for recreational activities. Today is going to be a nice day, and I think it's like the last nice day for, for like three more days. For three uh, years. Yeah. No, for three days. It's oh. going to rain uh, the next couple of days, so maybe you want to get out today. This traffic report brought to you by <clears throat> Acme. 
Acme is hiring for their stores and distribution center to serve the increasing needs of communities during this uncharted time. Looking for an opportunity? Go to acmemarkets.com forward slash careers. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. All right, so we're kind of in uh, a uh, in-between zone here now. We're going to wait and see if they call us back. I don't know. It's obviously something went wrong with the phone line. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, if he, you know, we can start chatting about something else, but if he calls in during the middle of that, we will just kind of... Let's uh, pretend we always we already talk to him if he calls. We could. What are you doing calling us again? Dennis, are you great? Yeah. Um, all right. An interesting term uh, that I had not heard of until just the other day ago. Uh, if, if you are finding yourself up late at night reading, you know, a lot of bad news, which there's plenty of about uh, coronavirus, COVID-19, whatever you want to... Refer to it as uh, that now has a term. If you find yourself diving deep into that stuff, besides effing dumb, it's called droom scrolling. Oh, yeah. yeah. The Los That's Angeles. Uh, is that your mom? Oh my god, Kathy. I I, I love your mom god. to death. I want. I just. I would love Sweet. to go over and physically drag her out into a field and have her sit there for a while away from the news <laughs> sources because I know a lot of people that are doing this to themselves and and it's just, it, it breaks my heart. Yeah. I know. And and well. Uh, Yes. Uh, okay. I got you. I got you. <laughs> no, it's just like it's like the flow. Listen, we all. I, I had a bad day yesterday. I was really cranky. I think it was getting to me, and so you know now I have to call my mom today and listen to all the gloomy stories because I, I didn't have time for them last night, and I made that clear. Sure. <laughs> uh, so it's 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 a new. It's not a necessarily new term. It's been used before, but. Uh, there's some other slang words that have popped up during the pandemic, including uh, the Rona, which I I, I use, yeah. uh, Zoom bombing, which of course when there are Zoom conferences, jumping into a Zoom conference, and people uh, you know uh, doing inappropriate things, and there's a COVID idiot. We had mentioned that a while yeah. back at the very beginning, <laughs> uh, and a quarantini is another one instead of a martini. You have a quarantini. We had a, is this a coworker here? I won't mention his name, and he knows who he is. But he he came in, and and he, every time he comes to talk. It was always like like doom and gloom, and I said I finally had to say, "Buddy, yeah, all you bring is bad news." Oh, you oh, did? Yeah, yeah. No. give me give me something happy. And yeah. he, and Steve, he goes, text me who it is. I want to know. Who he, it is. He, all right, I will. He apologized though, and he was, he was just getting overwhelmed. And I said, "Take a break from the news, my friend." He's a great yeah. guy, but yeah. I said, "Take a break from the news." Yeah, you definitely need to do that. Yeah. Is our guest ready now? All right, we had an issue uh, earlier, but no longer. <laughs> and I hope he heard the setup because I'm not going to do it, it again. It was awesome. Please welcome Dennis Quaid. Yeah. Hey. Dennis, are you there now? Hello, Philly. Hey, <laughs> thanks for coming on, Dennis. Good to hear from you once you again, man. Hey, so as you were giving my introduction, my phone was not charging last night. It just like went out. That was it. All right. Well, we, we at least you got to hear that incredible introduction because we were we were very complimentary of your long career, and this is the next step, the Dennisons. Well, this is it. Yeah, yeah, this is the next step in life. All right, it's and it's the only thing going on nowadays, except for your radio show too. If yeah, right. Well, can walk on a set, uh, and uh, it's a great time to start a, start a podcast platform. Well, and that's what I was I was curious about. Was this uh, was this a little uh, kernel thought that you had a while back, or was this inspired by you know the the quarantine and all, and looking for something creative to do? Well, my partner and I, Jared Goodstadt, we actually started uh, audio up. Uh, a year ago. Oh, okay. And uh, it's when he was still had Jingle Punch. And we had the number two music podcast last year called Bear and a Banjo. Nice. It so happened uh, that we did with uh, T-Bone Burnett, ah. Bob Dylan, Roseanne Arquette. And uh, that was a great springboard for us to uh, to really just kind of 
broaden our ideas, and uh, we want to be the YouTube of podcasts. Well, I was I was reading an interview with you, and you brought up a show that I was familiar with called uh, Tomorrow from from years ago, and yeah, and, and uh, so kind of like a like a an interview, a really good show, and and you, I guess, oh, over. Well. The, go ahead. Yeah, uh, well, I like in the Renaissance, which is uh, you know my first show to out of the gate with it. Uh, uh, we do interviews, and I do interviews with people that I know, and it's called the Renaissance. It sounds like a little funny, <laughs> but I know I'll, over you know because of being an actor, I've, I've I've gotten to know quite a few people from quite a few different fields, and um, I think it's interesting to talk to these people to find out uh, what is behind what we know about them and. So I'm talking to not just actors, but politicians and uh, uh, doctors, uh, uh, baseball players, or, you know, people from all kinds of walks of life. So from from your career, and, and this makes sense to me, because as an actor, and I assume, I believe this is something I've read that you, you've done in your, in your life, when you, for example, when you were playing uh, Gordon Cooper uh, in The Right Stuff, you, 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 mm-hmm. you, you sort of build up interview chops, because you go, you're, you're naturally curious, you want to... You want to talk to them and find out things about them that might help inform your performance. And over the years, I assume you you built up that muscle that allows you to engage somebody in conversation that way. Yeah, it's uh, sort of like being an actor is sort of like being a, uh, a psychologist in a way. And you do your research, which is sort of like a journalist. You do your research on somebody and you find out everything you can about them and you try to capture their essence. And there's a, you know, a lot. You find out what makes them tick, in other words. And so that's the reason I, I generally like to have people on the interviews that don't have anything to sell at the time. Yeah, yeah. So you really get behind who they are. So, so we we've been doing this for for years, and and you know, we, and I've said this many times. We we shifted between doing a style of interview that was basically an interrogation to a conversation. And you're exactly right. When someone doesn't have, okay, I got to get this out. I got to get this out. They start relaxing and they start bringing out things that are really interesting and engaging, and that that makes something worth listening to. Yeah, or they, or it gets awkward, <laughs> and, 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 you, and different things start coming out too. It's just whatever it is. Like for instance, I I, I did my uh, good friend Tanya Tucker, uh, who I've known for over forty years, uh, the other day, and we just started talking, and then. You forget that the mic is on. Yeah. And all these things that I found out about her, that I've never really asked her about her life on a, a kind of a linear uh, timeline. And found out quite a few things that I, I myself didn't know. She's having a, a great career resurgence. I, I remember her years and years ago. And, and people like that have accrued a lot of living. And uh, yeah. I, I think at a certain point, Dennis, you reach a point where... I think I want to talk about this now. They might have been reticent earlier on, but you reach a point where, yeah. you know? You get over your give a damn, you know what I mean? Right, right. About life. You realize that you're a human being like everybody else and all this stuff that you've been so worried about, like keeping from everybody for who knows what. Actually, I wind up relating to people and uh, you know, this builds a bridge. Yeah. Hey, uh, Dennis, I wanted to ask uh, uh, from your film career, because we were just having, before you came on, having a discussion about uh, people that are maybe uh, uh, focusing in on the doom and gloom and the, and the down stories right now. Maybe we need a break and some entertainment. 
of your uh, film career, if someone needed a, a nice, light, enjoyable thing to watch to take their minds away from your career, what would you recommend? What would be a film you would recommend they watch? I uh, guess that one has to be Caveman. Caveman! I just watched it! I told Preston I just watched it yesterday. And and b- for people movie. who have not With seen Ringo Starr. Ringo! Yeah. And, and Shelley Long. Long. Yeah. Ringo. Uh, <laughs> hey, what... what, what Kind of a tutorial because we're all going to be in the Stone Age in a couple of months anyway. Right? <laughs> I love them. It, it is the perfect junk food movie. Uh, it, it, it has no yeah. desire but to make you laugh. Uh, I yeah. thought I thought you were going to say Inner Space. Yeah, because well, we were just yeah. talking about well, Inner Space a couple of days really ago. Really a good movie. Yeah. Yeah, that is a good movie. That's it's constantly being rediscovered. In fact, Inner Space is the number one movie in the world that people recognize me for. Is that know. right? I have been in Jaipur, India, and somebody has gone, oh, inner space. <laughs> Dennis, there's a line from that movie that I've used for years, and it's when times are at their darkest, it takes a brave man that can kick back and party. I, I will always <laughs> wow. hang on to that from hey, Tuck Pendleton. For reminding me of that. It's a good, it's a keeper, man. Uh, I'm, re- yeah. I'm, you know, I'm just realizing that uh, you were in the uh, last season of Goliath, and um, yeah. yeah, you were damn good in that because, and I got to say, because. You're such a likable person, and in that uh, series, you're a total a-hole, and it's <laughs> like a thousand percent believable. You I, I, but you were supposed to be. You were supposed to be. Yeah, um, yeah that was that was a yeah. great season. Yeah, that, that really was a great season. In fact, I would recommend that to anybody who's uh, looking around for something to binge. Yeah. I haven't quite seen it yet, although yeah, it's a very popular show. Billy Bob Thornton is just He's a great, we've been pals for years, and uh, we're looking around for something to work with, and this was the perfect vehicle for it. Nice. Uh, well, Dennis, before we wrap, uh, who, who can we expect to hear on uh, the Dennis Hans, uh podcast in, in the upcoming well, episodes? We're, we're starting out uh, the season with Billy Ray Cyrus. He's uh, really had a great, a great couple of years, this past couple of years, and he's also... You know, I, I'm really interested in uh, second chances and comebacks yes. and things like that. And Billy really, uh, as, he really epitomizes that, as well as Tanya Tucker uh, as well. Also, uh, Billy Bush, we've got an interview with him. He's, he's another one who's had second chances. <laughs> yeah. and John Carter and uh, John Carter Cash, Johnny Cash's son, and uh, John really stands on his own with the House of Cash. A very interesting uh, behind-the-scenes look. Uh, we did the uh, that interview from uh, the the cabin studio. Wow, that, uh, it's uh, it's really quite something. But nice. we're looking forward to it. Uh, I I love that whole idea of second chances in careers yep. and how people uh, build themselves back up. So we'll we'll definitely uh, look out for it. It is called the Denisance uh, Podcast. Thanks, Dennis. Always great to talk to you, man. Have a good day. Hey, thanks to you, man. Thanks for having me. You bet, Dennis Quaid. Yeah. Guys. That's I can't believe you said caveman. Caveman, so we, we were just talking about it, and, oh. and I think last time we had him on, we talked briefly about it yeah. too. About you know, ask him how cool it was to hang out with Ringo for a few yeah. months. You know, that's great. Um, one thing that was a, it was a major um, uh, uh, oh gosh, what's the word I'm looking for? Falafel. Falafel. Last week was um, banana bread. 
uh, topic with yeah, banana yeah, bread, yeah, yeah. and yeah. we haven't uh, we haven't touched on that with anybody. All lately. right, remind me to bring that back up. Yeah, and we'll see if people uh, are still in the banana bread mode. There's, I saw a new one now that says it, it helps with um, depression um, during this banana this, bread. N- n- well, during this time, <laughs> during this pandemic, everyone's stuck home. Apparently, a lot of people are, uh, you know, they're 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 getting depressed a little bit. It's so it's along the same lines, but uh, I'm trying to pull it up. It's tequila. No, it's pe- it's peanut butter bread. Peanut butter peanut bread. Butter bread. Okay. Now I have peanut butter toast, but uh, and that's peanut butter on toast. Uh, but I've never wow. had peanut butter. Bread. I know, I mind blower, right? I love peanut butter on toast because when you take it out and you butter, you put the peanut butter on the hot toast. Mm, it kind of melts a little bit. Mm. Mm. Had it for breakfast this morning. Yes. Yeah. Right, I what haven't is, had anything because we're here. What's peanut butter bread? I'm just looking at the ingredients. It's it's literally it's peanut butter bread. It's like you're making instead of using the bananas, you're using peanut butter. Ooh, what about peanut oh. butter banana bread? Okay. It's Ooh. like it's like milk peanut soup. Peanut butter banana bread. Yes. What's that? Milk soup where you just pour milk in a bowl. Yeah. Milk soup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had on, on Sunday, we, we uh, ordered barbecue for dinner. Wilson's. Wilson's. Yep. Uh, Wilson's so Secret Sauce. Love and those guys. They, uh, I, I asked for cornbread, so they gave me cornbread, and then they gave me sweet potato cornbread. Sweet mother of God. I don't think I've ever heard sweet potato cornbread Oh, my before. God. When I the don't quarantine's think... over, someone's getting a handy. I don't... me intrigued. Mm-hmm. I don't think I will ever have regular cornbread again. Okay, Nick. Oh, wow. so good, yeah. Wait, wait. I have a question and then a comment. Uh, what did you use? Like, what went with the sweet potato cornbread, Casey? Like, what did you have it with, like, um, pulled pork or something? Brisket. We had, we had brisket. Um, brisket. Brisket, okay. ribs, and turkey. Turkey. Wow, man. That sounds good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, did you guys know that when it comes to bread making, because not only are people making banana bread, but they're just making regular bread, sourdough or whatever. Right now, I, um, I kid you not, there's a, a yeast shortage. You can't find yeast anywhere. Yeah. So, like, there's this there's this weird black market that has creeped up for people trying to get yeast. Well, now, you can everybody... make you can make beer bread without yeast. Really? Oh. Yes. Look up the recipe. Uh, so that is that that one you can do. It's uh, like without. it's all the ingredients. Like everyone's baking, everyone's making bread, yeah. they're making cookies. And- we went. We I, went I, I, I was, my wife I, made brownies the other night. I was on the way home and asked if I needed to get anything. So you know, swung <laughs> by the store to to make a stop. Rochelle needed um, uh, powdered sugar, confectioner sugar. Yeah, gone, gone. gone. I know. Well, I was surprised. I'm like, wow, okay. It's like the same now with the toilet paper and and the paper towels. It's like when they stock it, it immediately goes off the shelf, and you can't mm-hmm. find it. Yeah. I've been cooking on the griddle and the air fryer a lot lately. Um, I don't know if you guys have an air fryer or not. We do. Yeah. Um, but uh, so we our, usually use it for just like heating up chicken nuggets or, or French fries. Like yeah, yeah. So we're doing that. What did I can't remember what I heated up the other day in it, but uh, a cat. It was no. <laughs> I killed my cat last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Isn't that nice? <laughs> well, he had to go, man. He was sick. But uh, no. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, you, you ruined my train of thought, Steve. Sick. <laughs> cat was uh, sick, so we killed <laughs> My cat was sick, so I had to kill it. Uh, it doesn't matter. All right. Uh, stories with Matt Calper. There was, cat you know. Once it was sick, and I killed it. Speaking of the toilet paper, which is a, you know, a story that's done and redone lately. But By Steve, the way, I've, I've, I've had great. We, my wife. It's just the two of us. Yeah, right. We can make it if, and yeah. uh, we we so we had a back of toilet paper and, and all that stuff. Yeah, but I walked into the st- it was a CBS. It was um, on Lancaster and uh, toilet paper. Yeah, I yeah, but you we, saw Joe Joe Bell's email last week, right? Where he was offering to help people within the company get yeah, toilet paper nice. if they needed. I mean, there wow. there were people 
at Beasley that aren't able to get toilet paper yeah, right now. Yeah, it's huh. it's weird. We uh we we had already stocked up, so we haven't had to buy one single roll of toilet paper. But Steve sent me an article as to why well, the whole idea was behind uh, toilet paper. And by the way, we should look. It was it may be back in February. Mm-hmm. I had a story in the Bizarre File about China and people running out of toilet paper. I remember right. that. And it was well before before the, all this before it all hit. Yep. And we were laughing at the fact that people were panicked buying toilet paper in China, and look what happened. It yeah. ended up happening here. And a lot of it has to do with just word of mouth mm-hmm. and panic, and that's all there no is to No other reason, it. yeah. Yeah, so there was a, um, and this is a local study that was done. This is, a, this is by Christina Hedrick, Hedrick, who I think is with the Inquirer. Um, and she went to Deborah Small of Wharton, uh, who's a Wharton psychologist, and... Uh, uh, so Buddha Kumar is a temple professor, supply chain man- management, and uh, why the panic over toilet paper? Uh, Small said um, maybe there was one stock of toilet paper out somewhere, and then it hit the news, and it hit social media, and then it kind of spiraled out of control from there. People started hearing, "Oh my gosh." Other people are overbuying toilet paper, and that means I might not be able to get what I needed. So when I go shopping, they go out and they buy more of it. Then if everybody's doing that, then we have this stock out situation. It's sort of a cascading effect, and that's kind of, wasn't because there's of a nothing real need for it. No, yeah. it just was an arbitrary thing yeah. that flashed up, and there's you know, and and there you go. Yeah, yeah. Because I guess if you think of the of of the the basic necessities beside food, mm-hmm. um, you you know we're going to be going to the bathroom, and what what will we be in danger of if we run out of toilet paper? Yeah, yeah. You know? And so, so now, like um, you are, it, it's really all about the timing of when you get to the the market, whether it's a CVS or or, or an totally. Acme or a supermarket. Because I walked in. Uh, listen, I'm trying to limit my visits to the supermarket, so I, I'm, you know, buying in bulk. Yeah, you go buy, I, you go I'm, buy as much as you can I'm each not, visit. I'm not overbuying, but yeah. the one day I went to the Acme two weeks ago, the guy was stocking the shelves yeah. as I w- of with Clorox wipes yeah. as I was walking past that, sh- and I'm like, okay, and that's the only time that's ever happened. Every right. single other time i've ever walked past an aisle that has you know clorox wipes it's it's always empty and that stuff you can't buy online like nope. you can't do the the pre-order i tried even on amazon uh, you can't get it i was uh i was checking out it was a couple of weeks ago so it was you know i guess when when the panic buying first started happening and i wasn't buying toilet paper i bought um uh crescent rolls you yeah. know the, the tube yeah, of crescent yeah. rolls God, I love them. and i'm checking out awesome. and the guy at the counter <laughs> looks at me and goes Where'd you get these? No way, really? Oh, seriously? Yeah. I go, I got them at the, you know, in, in the, the cold container where they keep these things. You wait right here. And I said, I said there were like two of them left. And he's like, oh, they won't be there when I'm done. Aww. I'm like, you can't go buy them now. He's like, no, we have to wait till we're off the shift. He was, but he was like, where did you get those? Disappointed. We got working at the store. Oh, to carry those? Uh, I love it. So uh, somebody had texted and said it was Australia that I was talking about. No, that was a different story where the uh, newspaper was had extra pages to wipe your ass with. Uh, here you go. Marissa found it from the March 2nd Bizarre File podcast. Toilet paper rumor in Japan caused a nationwide shortage due to coronavirus. So, Do you know what's at uh, a shortage, though? And you may want to buy up what you can. The stuff in the MMR Rock Shop. Yeah, yeah, get it. Yeah, dude. I, there I've was heard. A mad I've heard. Yeah, I'm not. I listen. I don't hey, know if it's true. And you can wipe your ass with a lot of that. stuff. Oh, that stuff is perfect for ass wiping. There's also a shortage on Wim jewelry. It's a Kathy Romano collection. <laughs> oh my yes. god. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. 
It's uh, crazy. It's there's these eighty dollars earrings. I think there's only a half of a pair left, and all yeah, the edges of the jewelry out. are rounded, yeah. so yes. they'll feel fine in your yeah. ass, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, uh, I was going to ask if any <laughs> if any of you guys have used uh, Instacart with Acme yet, because um, Casey, when you order online, sometimes it depends on the time of day that you put the order in, and also it can depend on the time of day that the order is delivered to you. So if you, if you uh, we, we used Instacart with Acme twice now, and if the delivery is going to come at a certain time of day, they'll start shopping in the morning, and you may get lucky if they oh. come early enough in the oh, morning wow. because the, the the shelves will still be stocked at that point, whereas in the afternoon or the evening, it's very likely that some of those things are going to be gone. Uh, talking about interesting uh, things and, and how they're, they're, they're changing some uh, policies, Kathy, so we had to... My mom is stuck in a rehab facility oh, right yeah. now for, you know, she's got medical conditions, and so... Uh, communication is 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 rough, and she's very very lonely. So we decided to get this product, Nick, that you told me about, called a GrandPad. It's a tablet made for senior citizens. It's easy for them to use. So I called the company, uh, thinking they were going to mail that out, but they're really back order. They said just go to a Target if you can find a place that's open, and uh, you know, and you purchase it that way, and, and we'll help you set it up, and then you can send it off. I'm like, okay. So uh, Rochelle went to Target for me and got it. I'd called Target ahead of time to see what their what was going on as far as shopping and and so on. And how so, you guys doing? yeah, how are you guys over there? So we were, we were able to get it, but uh, also the message that I got when I called over there is they've suspended all returns. Oh yeah, they they did that a couple of weeks okay, ago. Okay, I wasn't aware. I'm not a returner, so yeah, I'm not well, in that world. So what I've done is um, I've placed uh, all of my returns in the corner of the room, uh, and so I'll wait until everything opens back up. Okay, uh, but okay. I actually so so before they put that in place, I, I went. Dude. Yeah, no, I haven't. Do you have like a taped off house. section do of me, the room? Do yeah, me a yeah, favor. Yeah, the Take a picture. I, Steve, I take will. a picture of this yeah. corner. Yeah. I will take a picture, but don't judge me. I like to order oh, things and try them on. I am judging. They don't fit or return them. I'm That's why there are so many shoe boxes. Well, I'm here's work. well, quickly. Yeah. yeah, have you tried the Amazon thing where you try it and so, then you send it back? You know what, Steve? I did see that, um, and I have not tried it. And the reason being is because there's only specific items that that go in there, and oh, I couldn't right. when I when I was looking at it, I couldn't find enough from that group of items to order. And, and make it worth it, um, but yeah. So so that's what. And and I'm refusing to uh, ship them back to return them because I shipped two things back and they never got returned. I'm hoping that they still will, and it's just you know delayed because of everything that's happening. But More it's than been likely, like yeah. A couple of weeks, and I still haven't seen my return. So I'm just going to keep them. <laughs> Keep it all and then return yeah. it. When, I want to see a picture yeah. of this corner. I'm surprised it's just a corner and not an entire room, Kath. Well, you know what? I, I, I'm i not going. I really am not going crazy there. I did buy a few pairs of shoes, which was a little out of control. Um, and then I liked one pair and I was like, oh, I want another color. Uh, anyway, oh, so. Wonderful. <laughs> the colors, too, I like that. But listen, when I went before Target put that into place, I went in there and, and I had some stuff and I was like, um, are you guys still doing returns? And he was like, yeah, come on. And like the next day they stopped all returns. I kind of felt bad. I felt like it was unnecessary at that time. You know what I mean? Can I so, just offload the 18 wheeler myself? <laughs> <laughs> or you come pick it up? Uh, so wow. yeah, they're they're changing. You know, some policies or have uh, yeah, for a little yeah. while but, now. But they are saying if you do have stuff that needs to be returned, that once we get back to normal, every and not just Target, a lot of stores are extending their return period so that people can okay. get out. Well, these are, these what, are uncertain times. These are uncertain. <laughs> they are. What, what's the usual return uh, period? I mean, it depends on the store. A lot of them are thirty days. Some are sixty. Target's really good if you have the um, red card. It's a ninety day return so wow. okay. you know most times you'll be fine okay so we're probably yeah i well i just wanted to make sure that that 
you know, if it works properly, then I don't have to yeah. return it. And if I have to, then maybe I can do that. Uh, let me see. Here's another thing, speaking about returning. A new survey found that uh, nearly half of respondents still have trips planned for the second half of this year between June and December. Huh. I'm one of them. I have a, I have a trip planned in, in July for my daughter and I going uh, to uh, Zion Canyon. I mean, that's besides getting there, you're going to... I don't know. I don't know what this. We, we, I, I've described it as so you have a seesaw, and the weight of all the uh, concerts and delayed things yeah, yeah. are going to now shift to one side. Yep, and it's all going to bunch up at the end of the year. Yeah. So I, I, I think normally I could say, all right, you're going out to a fairly, fairly rural area, but I don't know if everyone's just going to be biting at the bit. Yeah, and we'll head out there as well. It's hard to say because there have been also some other. Um, Research that's been done about the amount of people who will, uh, when when things are are loosened up as far as restrictions right, go, right, right. whether people will return to, you know, gathering. Yeah, it says twenty percent of Americans would immediately go back to normal activities if the restrictions are lifted, which means the overwhelming majority out of this particular survey. Uh, say that they are going to hold off and wait on stuff like that. You're going to see that kind of rolling progression, whereas yes. people feel more and more comfortable uh, with things that'll that'll start to happen. But yeah, it'll be it'll be wild to see. Yep. I mentioned to you guys the other day that I had more. Uh, I'm looking into canceling a, a flight that I have, so I do have a trip, and it was supposed to be for Memorial Day weekend, and. I mean, I'm sure it's not happening, but I'm still like holding out hope, which is why I haven't yet canceled that flight. I'm like, maybe yeah. we yeah, can yeah. A, dom- get a domestic there. flight. Uh, yeah, we're, we were going to Nashville for um, my friend's bachelorette party. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've got I've got flights, I've got reservations at a few different places because we're going to travel around on this second. particular trip. We got car reservations, all kinds of stuff. What? Kathy wants to meet back up with that black guy in the uh, oh. in Nashville. Yeah, in no way. What, what did he say to you? Um. um Oh, what did he say? Oh. I, want, I want you, girl. I want you, I want you, I want you girl. girl. Oh my yeah. god, <laughs> that was it. <laughs> and you laughed, and you're like, did, you, really did just, you say that?" I yelled because he scared me, and then he looked at me like I was insane, and kind of like ran away from me. What you know what? I don't want you. Did girl. you see? <laughs> uh, Zion finally is one of the parks that, that is also closed. So I, I would wow. think that by by July, Zion will reopen. I, I think most of the national parks will sort of reopen before maybe other things start to do to do so. But uh, Zion is closed right now as well. But Nick, it I'm, just I'm, it just breaks my heart when you see the footage of the animals getting on the buses. Yeah, yeah. you got to get yeah, out yeah, of there. Yeah, they closed it down. I, but what I'm curious about is being able to get you know. Uh, proper refunds on deposits and things like that and yeah. uh and and at what point is it you know i don't know when this is all gonna everything's gonna be viable when, when do i need to mm. when do i need to pull that you know i lost air travel money i got my hotel money i was supposed to go see my dad yeah. my dad is 94 and right right in the right when everything started to roll with the nba and everything going down and, and I, you know my, my dad ba- we basically cr- virtually called each other at the same time said i we can't risk this but I lost the air travel. I, I I was able to recoup the uh, the hotel. But uh, yeah, I'm sure a lot of people are eating a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Uh, you can still fly right now, right? Yes, you yes. can. Okay. Yeah, Nick. Yeah, uh, Steve. Did you speaking of the animals? Did you see what's going on in Yosemite right now? No. So um, all there's you know, Yosemite's also closed. So all of the areas that are like pretty crowded within the valley, it, uh, like near the uh, popular tourist spots and and the hotels and whatever. There's nobody there, so all of the animals that would normally stay up in the in the highlands have They're all come out. So like, there's literally, 
Yeah, so bears and and um, the cubs are emerging, and coyotes, and it's just it's like a, turned into a safari park. It is uh, because that there's no people there at it's all. It's that scene in uh, in uh, I Am Legend. You mm-hmm. know, where you're downtown, you're in Times Square, and there are deer running around. Yep, yep. The, the nature is starting to reclaim some yeah, of this stuff. Yeah. There's uh, uh, cougar sightings are happening that's more. Right. Yes, that's right. There where goes can one. I buy cigarettes? There goes one right there. <laughs> Uh, but, list, yeah, uh, cougars and coyotes and stuff. There are so many things that are like, I mean, obviously because um, travel is um, not recommended right now, but like you can get flights. And I'm talking about like when you're sort of projecting that uh, things are going to be a little bit better, maybe in the middle towards the end of the summer. Uh, and you can get like flights for to L.A., for less than a hundred dollars, oh you're going, trip. Casey. You're going to see some extraordinarily competitive pricing. Yeah, because they've they've got to. there was a I there was, was a texter who uh, text texted us last week, Casey, and he bought a a listener of the show uh, runs a tow truck business, and he bought found a tow, a tow truck for sale in L.A. and wanted to go out and buy it for his business, so he bought a one way ticket Philly direct to L.A. for twenty eight dollars. Damn. And he's drive he's driving the tow truck back across the country. And Nick, that was a cockpit seat. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That made well it, it makes he sense. Flew the plane. <laughs> I I've been um stalking I did that uh that uh rafting trip through the uh, Grand Canyon down the Colorado River. And it, listen, it was an expensive trip and I've been stalking that uh that company just to see if their prices go down because that's just sort of the trend. That, that the prices are going down in a, you know, a lot you know of places. Also really cheap right now and re- require less uh, inner tube trips down the Schuylkill. <laughs> mm. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Unbelievably cheap. Uh, so in this uh, in this inner article or the survey that was done, um, the respondents didn't say whether they intended to actually take the trips that they have booked that are between June and December. Uh, the online survey from Dollar Flight Club, which alerts subscribers to cheap domestic and international flights, Got responses uh, responses from twenty thousand members, ninety three percent of them American, and they were also asked if they'd feel comfortable traveling internationally over the next six months if restrictions are lifted. Sixty one percent said yes, thirty nine percent said no. Uh, asked about travel this summer over uh, Christmas and New Year's, nearly forty one percent said they'd only feel comfortable traveling domestically. So uh, I think an industry that uh, is going to be decimated for a while is going to be the cruise industry. Yeah. Now, you know what? No. Uh, hang on. Where did I see this? You have, you, some, you you would, have some data? You would think so, Steve. Right, yeah. and, and I thought the, the same thing as well, but apparently uh, it's up. Is it in the files of the Justin? What? Cruises? Uh, here you go. Despite the recent uh, troubles cruise lines have been facing, experts say bookings for cruise sailings in 2021 are up considerably hey, wow. compared with, compared with pre-coronavirus data. In the last 45 days, the cruise booking site CruiseComplete.com has seen a 40% increase in bookings for 2021 compared with 2019. So I, I wonder if that is in line, well, that's speculation A, and then B, if, if it's the... You know, it's it's there's going to be more precautions and safer to travel because well, there's going to be higher levels of scrutiny. 
Steve, that might be part of it. But um, so a friend of mine is getting married in Antigua and we were looking to book a trip there. And, you know, this all started to go down. So he said, hey, hold off. You know, don't book the trip. The wedding is supposed to be um, in October. And what his travel agent said was that um, she then she said, you know what, go ahead and tell them to book because their prices were were skyrocketing because people are rescheduling their trips that were canceled. So just get it on the books for the lower price. But, but, but that's what. Yeah, but, huh. but that's no, but that's why the prices were going up. So I'm wondering if it's the same thing with the, the cruise ships here that um, they are still getting booked because all these cruises that were canceled, they're, they're these people who maybe not didn't get a refund, but you know, are able to rebook their trip. It says they, they report that only 11% of the bookings are from trips that were canceled this year. Oh, okay. Uh, both the uh, UBS so and, and AAA <laughs> confirm the increase in uh, cruise bookings. Can so. they move that wedding from Antigua to Andorra, Kathy? Uh, yeah, I find that surprising. But, uh, you know, then again, things like that kind of happen, I guess, when you these we, we are in, um, as they say, uncertain, uncertain times. times. So how everything is going to shake out uh, it, it remains to be seen. Exactly. Interesting. So, yeah, we'll keep an eye on it and uh, I'll try to report tune from, to us for semi-accurate information from. Yes, we will have all the semi-accurate <laughs> yeah. information you need. And, and all more. of our opinions. Yes, yes. Yeah, and all of our opinions. <laughs> yes. uh, our next guest is online, ready to go, co-starring as a returning character on Last Man Standing. He's uh, great. He'll be on uh, tomorrow night, 8 o'clock on Fox. We've had him on before. Please welcome Mr. Bill Angbaugh yeah. to the show. Good morning, Bill. How are you guys? Yeah, it was funny. I was listening to you. <laughs> getting semi-accurate facts. <laughs> it's what we do best, Bill. <laughs> well, that's always my favorite thing is like when you hear news people say, well, details are sketchy. No, they're not. Details are exact. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. We just don't know them. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's a wonderful I said, Well, it's, it's like. I really want to do this. I, I may try to film this. I may do like a mockumentary of a news station that just makes up news. <laughs> just nothing to back it up. Martians have landed. In Panama, and the governor has made them citizens. <laughs> you know what phrase, though, we talked about the phrase that's getting used all the time is in these uncertain times. And I've said to him, when are times ever certain? When yeah. do we know exactly yeah. how things exactly. are going to play out? <laughs> well, you know, listen, gang, uh, if, if this is the end of the world, so we might as well just smile. And, <laughs> there because, you go. Because I read a thing the other day. First off, Here's how you know it's the end of the world. Okay. The, the fact that people are hoarding toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, um, we, we were just talking about this. Yeah. Uh, by the way, by the way, let's just, uh, let's just throw, let me throw it out there to my great fans there in Philly. Not one symptom. I don't care if he went to the, to the wet market where the crazy bad eating <laughs> person started this thing. Never had diarrhea. <laughs> you, don't, you don't need the toilet paper. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. If, if, if a guy held up a truck at gunpoint to get toilet paper. So now he's in prison and having to use one ply, which everybody knows sucks. Oh. And the second reason you know it's the end of the world is because I actually sat through all nine episodes of The Tiger King. <laughs> so this, this has been a big, big topic here. Yeah. Uh, it is. It has oh. taken the country by storm. Uh, okay, can I tell you something? Please. The, whole, the guy's crazy. We know that. Yeah, yeah. Yep. But you want, the, the crazier point of this, the whole, the, the whole thing I took away from this, he ran for the governor of Oklahoma. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. 
and he got 19% of the vote. Yes, he did, Bill. It's Which just... What was it? Me, my friend. Yes. That one out of five people in Oklahoma said to themselves, "You know who could really run this?" <laughs> oh my god! Uh, what, what were his? What was the number on his uh, on his presidential bid? Did oh, he ever make know. it to a prize? <laughs> I don't know. Just, I... You know what? Everybody jokes about Trump being crazy. Yeah. But even Trump draws the line at dressing like a priest and wearing a cowboy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my God! It was it was compelling programming, though, was it not, Bill? It was. You know what? It was this. It, it was. It was like when you're driving down the freeway and you see a horrible car crash and you know you shouldn't look. Yep. <laughs> but you do. Yeah. Yeah. And you take a and, good close look. And, and you know what? And let me tell you something, Carol Baskin. Yeah. There's another one that's crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Most who, definitely. Who, who knew that there was a – somebody sent me one of those memes, which, by the way, one of the, one of the things that's come out of this whole COVID thing, I realized, is there's a ton of really funny people out there. Yeah. yeah. And I pray to God they never decide to be comedians because <laughs> I'll be out of the job. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of but creativity. Said it's 100% true – 100% fact that, <laughs> that – Carol Baskin's husband makes love with his socks on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, that's wonderful. We were amazed that you had in you had the case of the the guy who marries uh, Joe. And I think both were both guys claiming that they were not gay. (laughs) How about the guy? Yeah. How about the guy that did Nine episodes with his shirt off and his one tooth showing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! And and, and and he was the ex-husband. Yeah, yep. yeah. And you know what he's? You know what? He, when they asked him why he did the show with his shirt off, he said it was because of the tattoos. He's like, I have artwork. I wanted to show it. Oh my so god. it wasn't even like Netflix made him or asked him to do it. He wanted to. I love how he I get... get. I couldn't get below his chin. <laughs> Seriously, you're right. <laughs> He gets a uh, tattoo to cover over his love statement to Joe Exotic, and it doesn't even cover it over fully. Uh, I know. Yeah, it's, it's just worse. What I wonder is, you think these guys' parents were at home watching this, and they just look at each other and go, well, at least he's working. Right. <laughs> right. So you, you did the blue-collar comedy tour for a long time. That 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 was like, that was NPR level for these guys. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Right. I mean, I, we we love the we love the Jeff Foxworthy stuff and your stuff and the good yeah. the blue collar stuff. I've always enjoyed it. Yeah. This is a, this is a level I don't think a lot of people realized this was going on in this country, uh, Bill. Uh, well, first off, don't ever do that again when I'm drinking coffee. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Will, you're right. Compared to the Tiger King, we look like Harvard cops. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, what I love is the fact that <laughs> you gotta, he, he talks like this. But he sings like this. Oh, my God. And I didn't put yeah. two and two together until the the whole thing was over. And I'm like, this guy's actually got a good voice. <laughs> I fell for it hook, line, and sinker. All I, want, all I want is a copy of Here, Kitty, Kitty. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's the best. Hey, Bill, I know you're here. We're, we're loving talking about uh, Tiger King, but obviously uh, you're know, on. But we should talk about the Tim Allen show. Last yeah. man standing. Uh, how, how far back do you and Tim go? Do you go uh, way back? Oh, back. Yeah, back yeah. to the club. Yeah. We, uh, it's, 
uh, you know, I love Tim. He's a, he's a genuine dude. And, uh, I love when I get the call to work on the show. Uh, he's, and also Nancy Travis, who plays his wife, played my wife on my show. We love her. Hey, she's the best. I'm telling you something. Everything she's a part of becomes better because she's there. I believe it. Yeah, and I'll I, I tell you what the show is is, is I, you know I'm so glad it got a second win to it and the fan the fan response brought it back because it's much more a, a sharp written comedy than a lot of people I think would give it credit for you know as long I as agree. right I mean the, the 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 dialogue the ensemble everything is a lot wittier and uh, it, it's good to have it uh, back on so you're you're explain who your character is you're a reoccurring character. Uh, yeah, I started in 2016 with this character called Reverend Paul, and uh, it's just I've got to play a lot of roles in my TV. But this, there's always that one role that kind of just speaks to you, and, uh, and this was the role. And it, it just kind of – Tim and I meshed at it, and it's nice because in the show, Reverend Paul's really the only person that can call Mike Baxter out. You know, uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's because it's his, his priest or whatever, but – uh, and, but I got to tell you, for me, aside from the acting part, the best part's in between takes because it's just a joke. You know, we, road stories. Uh, I was the one time I was always had Jay Leno was a guest star along with me. Yeah. And, and it was just the three of us just telling road stories. And I was sitting there thinking, God, I wish I was taping this because mm. it's just some gold, you know, that nobody will ever hear. I mean, so so years. I mean, the the show is 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 going strong, and uh, obviously you you have the 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 stand up as as well, which is a part of the deal. But you've done so many. You've done going back to your history. You've done a number of sitcoms. I mean, like the Golden Palace. You were on that. Sh- I think the Delta Burke show. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, uh, yeah the, that, you're going way back. Yeah, back, yeah. The, the 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 Jeff Foxworthy show. Uh, yeah. So so so. Do you, I mean, obviously, and Preston always says this. When you can nail a sitcom that's got some legs, that's like the closest for a comedian to get a nine to five job. Mm-hmm. Oh well, yeah, and, and it's also you know uh, for comedians it's, to end up with your name on a show is the the holy grail, right? I mean that was uh, you know the, you 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 pretty much maxed out at that, and uh, so yeah, I was so happy I had it was uh, honored to have my own show, and it's also I mean, it's been fun to be a part of a lot of other shows, you know. Uh, I, my dream would be if I could get uh, if I if if uh, the Tim and the guys would call me and say, "Look, we're going to give you ten out of thirteen uh, on our last season." I'd be, I don't know how many roles you how many short stories you can write about with the preacher in it. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, But it's you know what I'm just I'm just grateful and thankful for uh, the, the the opportunities I've had with TV and and it's been fun and I love acting. Uh, it's it's always fun to crawl in the skin of another character and try to bring it to life. Nice. Well, listen, we're fans, Bill. We'll be watching tomorrow night, 8 o'clock on Fox. It's uh, last minute. Thanks for the laughs, guys. You bet, bud. Thank you for the laughs. All right, Bill Engel, guys. Take care, bud. We'll see you soon. I love it. Those guys are good. All those guys are are. seasoned, you know, like like Ron White. And and, uh, and, uh, we had Larry the Cable Guy on. He called back. It was the it was the one of those like you can't even script something that weird. <laughs> he goes through the whole thing and we're loving talking to him. He's in character, he's doing his thing. 
And uh, he he the interview wraps up, and he and we get a call back. And mm-hmm. Casey calls back, and what does he say? He goes, <laughs> yeah. Go he goes. He just goes, hey, listen, I forgot to tell y'all something. Get her done, because <laughs> he didn't say it. He didn't say it while we were on there. He made uh-huh. the call back. Get her done. He just like yelled it into the uh-huh. phone. It was it was very very funny. He wanted to make sure he delivered. And I remember uh, I had tweeted something about him, and I didn't even add him. Okay, yeah. so. And then, and so I tweeted that Larry the Cable Guy looks like a fat Brett Favre. And I didn't add him because that's just something mean to say to somebody's face. It's something that you say behind his back. And so I did. And apparently somebody had found it and uh, I was watching, um, God, man, what was it? Uh, Was it it Leno? No, no. No. It it was like a golf, it might have been like something like a a celebrity pro-am golf thing. And they had celebrities reading mean tweets and he read my mean tweet about him and i'm like oh man he wasn't supposed to see that you know, i actually i felt terrible about it but uh, well, well obviously he i i hope we get a chance to talk to him sometime and you can tell him you were the one because <laughs> i think he'd actually get a kick out of but that. he does i mean if you were to take a brett Favre and larry the cable guy and put them side by side they kind of look exactly like each other all right we got a break uh i want to do it now because we got to make sure we're on time for our opportunity to have you grab an extra five hundred dollars it is with mmr's rock refund so let's take a break come back in a second bizarre file stories coming up as well so stay close While we wait and wait for live concerts to return, MMR is raiding the video wing of the MM Archives to present MMR's Dream Stream Concert Series. The best up-close and personal performances and interviews from the Preston and Steve studio. Great song. It's the Struts on 93.3 WMMR. Pierre presents from Ardmore Music Hall. Tell them the name of the song. Wish I Knew You. If you didn't know. And Studio 4F. Joining us in studio, Mr. Kenny Wayne Shepard. How you doing? Updated twice weekly at WMMR.com and streamed directly to the best seat in the house, your couch. MMR's Dream Stream Concert Series. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. In just a moment, we have another shot at you winning some money, which I know would be very, very nice. So I want to make sure you stick through the bizarre file because we have the rock refund coming up. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. A news release today from the Coronado National Forest. Uh, encouraging visitors to avoid crowded areas included a disturbing imagery. Uh, they're asking you to not deposit your solid wastes outside of the surrounding restrooms. Oh, you people should... are people are leaving their poop and not going inside because the restrooms are closed. Oh. So they just poop them right outside the restroom. I'll just do it right here. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, That's disgusting. Uh, in the news release, they said, if necessary, bury human waste at least six to eight inches deep and 200 feet away from water, trails, and recreation sites to prevent health hazards. Or do what I do. I carry a briefcase. You could do that, too. Uh, visitors are encouraged to make a pit stop before heading into the forest or if or after they leave. Uh, most of Coronado is open still. Uh, many day-use <sighs> sites restrooms and other developed recreation facilities are either closed or offer reduced services. So make sure that you don't poop right next to the bathroom. Come on. 
A Williamsport man intentionally crashed his truck, got naked, threw his dog against the ground, knocked on the door of a nearby residence, and punched the homeowner in the face. Police said Benjamin Missigman admitted to smoking marijuana before intentionally crashing his truck. What kind of marijuana? I don't know. After the crash, he stripped naked, knocked on the door of a nearby residence, uh, Missigman stated that he got naked and saw the residents had a green colored light and he knew that that meant the homeowner was a veteran. So he went there for help. The homeowners answered the door to a naked Missigman. I who, fought in the war for this. Who reportedly told them that he crashed his truck and then killed his dog, which he didn't. Oh, thank uh, God. By slamming it off the pavement prior to coming here. That was his quote. Uh, police later determined that Missigman's dog had survived the incident. One of the homeowners went to call 911 for help while the other remained on the porch with him. Uh, the homeowner stated that while he was outside with the naked male, uh, he had an up-and-down attitude. You mean his penis? And ended up getting very agitated and punching him in the face with a closed fist. Mm. Throughout the ordeal, Missigman reportedly believed himself to be in Dubois Town, although he was not there. <laughs> Blo- this isn't Dubois Town. A blood draw revealed him to be under the influence of marijuana. While waiting for the ambulance, police said that uh, Missigman's dog walked up to them. Uh, and Missigman's truck revealed a small amount of suspected marijuana in a metal BB container. All right. What a life. There's all kinds of weird uh, stuff. Would angel dust do that to someone? Or? It, yes. It doesn't sound like standard marijuana, but that's Not what that I've said. ever heard. Maybe he was an idiot, too. All right, and uh, we'll do one more story and then wrap it up because I want to be on time for our uh, giveaway. A Florida man is accused of killing his estranged wife and tried to cover up her disappearance by claiming she was on her deathbed from coronavirus. Uh. It's kind of a hard one to make up. So friends only suspected uh, Gretchen Anthony could be in trouble after getting baffling text messages in late March claiming that she was being held with an acute case of COVID-19. Jupiter, Florida cops soon proved that she had not been treated locally or made any insurance claims for treatment. Officers soon focused on her 48-year-old husband, David Anthony, who had separated from her in February and whose vocabulary seemed to match the coronavirus messages that were sent. A neighbor at the couple's home told officers she had heard a scream and then a woman pleading, no, no, it hurts. Uh, the husband was eventually found in Las Cruces, New Mexico, 10 days after he allegedly killed his wife. He was charged with second-degree murder and kidnapping. He's being held awaiting extradition. Her body has not yet been found. What a psycho. I mean, completely, yeah. All right, and uh, should we end with a lighter one? Do you have yeah. time? I got time. Yeah. A man is apparently upset after his girlfriend buried his beans, <laughs> his canned beans. The account of what happened has been seen on Twitter. It may have originally been posted on Reddit. According to the post, the author bought 30 cans of beans and 15 cans of chickpeas in preparation for the coronavirus lockdown. Well, now there's a huge beanstalk in our backyard. Uh, the story goes that one night he was making chili and discovered his beans were missing. Where are my beans? He says his girlfriend told him she buried the beans in the woods with the I intention of saving them for if things get bad. <laughs> Apparently, the argument escalated. Things just got bad. The couple stopped speaking to each other, (laughs) and their story has garnered thousands of responses. So she was trying to be like a prepper. I guess so. Yeah. Bury the beans. Bury the beans. And that is what I have in the Bizarre File. Let's do it. 93.3 WMMR. 
Now, your rock refund keyword. All right, the word is sweet. All right. Sweet. 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 That's one. Sweet. Sweet. Uh, sweet. S W E E T. Sweet. And you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. Three ways to do that, I'll remind you. You can do it via text to the special contest short code number, which is 45911. Or to be automatically entered for the $10,000 grand prize, enter it on the MMR mobile app or at WMMR.com. One random entry wins $500 in our company-wide contest. That person will get a call from our company, Beasley. So... Be sure to answer your phone, and the contest rules are available at WMMR.com. It's sponsored by A&T Subaru and Chevy in Sellersville. Seven chances to win, all right? This is only your second one of the day, so keep that in mind. Good luck to you. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. Lesson, question, trash, music news. Those things are coming up next. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. Steven Singer Jeweler is still shipping fast and free as safely as possible. Whether celebrating mom or celebrating life, they're there for you. IHateStevenSinger.com Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Wednesday morning. Wednesdays mean a secret text word, so normally we would have got a winner. I didn't think about that ahead of time. We'll, we'll move that along. We'll do it in a little while. We have some other things to give away before that. And the next thing we're going to do comes in the form of today's lesson question. We are going to give away a digital download of Doolittle, starring Robert Downey Jr. It's a cute movie. And the question, I think I'm going to go back to the 6 o'clock hour because I like this (laughs) one a lot. Uh, For Jane Goodall and Prince Harry, which spot comes after the G spot? 215-263-WMMR. Remember, it comes after the G spot. Which spot is that for Jane Goodall and Prince Harry? 215-263-WMMR, our number, if you were listening. Hopefully you know the answer, and you should call in, and we're going to do the trash while you're doing that. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR, with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. And it is brought to you by Gwen and Mercy for decades. Gwen and Mercy University graduates have helped make the world a better place. Teachers, police officers, business leaders, nurses, and other compassionate care professionals. They put the mercy in G Mercy U. What's happening this morning, Steve? Well, Justin Bieber killing quarantine time by posting Instagram tasteful pictures of his wife Haley naked in a bathtub. Bieber says if the pictures get a good response, he'll reveal even more on his new website, JustinBoner.com. Justin hey! Boner. Uh, Joy of uh, what's her name? Joy of the K-pop girl group Red Velvet. I'm sure we're all huge fans. Recently opened up to allure about how she maintains her youthful complexion. Preston Joy starts with a double cleanse, followed by a moisturizing mask, a mild exfoliant, and then she finishes off with being 20 years old. Yeah, oh my god! <laughs> and finally, TikTok stars Charlie D'Amelio and Chase Hudson have officially confirmed that they have broken up. The news came as no shock to anyone because no one cares. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood check. All right, we'll go to the phones, see if somebody knows the answer to this. Uh, what, co- according to Jane Goodall and Prince Harry, which spot comes after the G spot? And I will go to Eileen. Hello there, Eileen. Good morning, you guys. Rock. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Eileen. Do me a favor and tell me what comes after the G spot. That would be the H spot. The H spot. Absolutely correct, Eileen. Hang on. 
because for you, we have a digital download of Doolittle, starring Robert Downey Jr. in the hilarious new reimagining of a classic tale about the man who can talk to animals, embark on an epic journey, and bring home the movie that all the animals are talking about, available now on digital, Blu-ray, and DVD. We're now getting into music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right, we're going to start with this. Bruce Springsteen, John Bon Jovi, Tony Bennett, ah. Danny DeVito, Whoopi Goldberg, John Stewart, and a host of others are going to participate uh, on the 22nd, which is a Wednesday, on the Multimedia Jersey for Jersey Fundraiser. Other performers already committed uh, to the in-home special are Chelsea Handler, Halsey, uh, Charlie Puth, uh, uh, a couple of people I don't know. Sayed Alon Kong Kong? Well, it's S Z A or Siza. 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 And Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley. Well, Saquon Barkley plays for the Giants. I believe maybe he's from Jersey. I don't know. But I mean, the Giants play in New Jersey. so. And Nell Bug Eater, who lives in the woods. Nell Bug Eater. I didn't know that was your last name. Yeah, Bug Eater. Uh, Rolling Stone posted the one-night broadcast (laughs) will benefit the Garden State's fight against coronavirus pandemic. It'll air at 7 p.m., and locally you'll be able to see it on uh, WPBI, 6ABC. That's cool. Mm -hmm. So everyone's going to be in the various homes, right? Yes. And various recording venues. I believe so. I'll be in San Francisco. Oh, yeah. City by the Bay. That's right. Knee-deep in crap. Mm -hmm. Loving every minute of it. Plenty of it there. Absolutely. Uh, Tammy Murphy, New Jersey's first lady, said in the show's announcement, New Jersey is on the front lines of this pandemic, making it more important uh, than ever for us to do what Jersey does best, take care of one another. And that's why we're asking everyone in our state uh, to join the NJR, NJPRF uh, and some New Jersey's finest for much-needed musical entertainment, levity, and Jersey pride during these unprecedented times. Ozzy Osbourne is donating 10% of the profits uh, sale, from sales of his tour merchandise to the Michael J. Fox Foundation for Parkinson's Research. Uh, the organization is dedicated to finding a cure for Parkinson's disease as well as developing improved therapies for those living with the disease. A message on Ozzy's Twitter feed read, Past tours, exclusive merch, last, last bits of remaining stock available until sold out. April is Parkinson's Awareness Month, so 10% of all sales going directly to the Michael J. Fox Org for Parkinson's Research. And Ozzy has a version of Parkinson's, correct? Yes, he does, yeah. Uh, so he, he was actually diagnosed 15 years ago with Parkinson's mm-hmm. Syndrome, so... Um, he is uh, giving back. Five Finger Death Punch guitarist uh, Zoltan Bathory visited state troopers with the Nevada Highway Patrol in Vegas last Friday. He went to show his support two weeks after Trooper Sergeant Ben Jenkins was murdered while assisting a stranded motorist in Eli, Nevada. Yeah, I read about this. Uh, Bathory, a major supporter of local and national law enforcement, frequently visits police departments to talk with officers and discuss various topics. Affecting law enforcement. Well, that's cool. Yeah, he is a regular supporter of Nevada's uh, Injured Police Officers Fund. Bush singer Gavin Rossdale opened up in an interview about the difficulties of co-parenting children of divorce during the coronavirus pandemic. He says a banana bread got him through. I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, I think Gwen, his ex-wife, sings B-A-N-A-N-N-A. Does she do? In a song. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Bread. Did I put too many, too many ends in? I don't know what you're saying. B-A-N-A-N-A-N. Bread. 
bread. Bread. You you added a na. Ah, damn it. Banana na. Banana Banana na. Banana na. Rosdale said his three sons with ex-wife Gwen are splitting their time between L.A. where he lives and Oklahoma where Stefani resides with her boyfriend Blake Shelton at his ranch. He said in an interview, I did the first two weeks with them. Then they went to Oklahoma. I think it's okay for now, but it's a real big dilemma for parents and any and kids split cust- with, with split custody. He added that he's mindful of whom he interacts with and that he hadn't seen his sons in 10 days, which is unusual because he normally sees him uh, around every five days or so. What about the daughter he has? Uh, the couple tied the knot in 2002 after six years of dating. She filed for divorce in 2015, and their sons are Kensington, or not Kensington, Kingston, uh, Zuma, and Apollo, by the way. Bread. 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 Tom DeLong, Angels and Airwaves, appears to be teasing the imminent release of new music. The band posted a 15-second instrumental and accompanying visual depicting an arm rising in silhouette on its social media accounts with the caption stating Thursday. Uh, The group shared two singles last year and has reportedly uh, been at work on a new LP. Liam Gallagher, Arctic Monkeys, and Bring Me the Horizon are among the artists who have donated items to a new raffle raising funds for the National Health Service workers in England. Uh, The help... The NHS campaign has been established by Gallagher's tour manager uh, to benefit frontline staff during the COVID-19 pandemic. Among the items up for auction are signed sneakers, clothing and instruments, tickets, and future future shows and more. Paul Stanley had some choice words regarding the state of American news outlets. The star man appeared on Richard Marx's online social uh, news outlet. Richard Marks, the... uh, Social distancing talk show. Yeah, Richard Richard Marks, the the singer. All right. Uh, And spoke candidly about the palpable division between Americans in this day and age. He said, I have to say, at the root of it, this divisiveness in our country, I really believe, unfortunately, the 24-hour news cycle has a lot to do with it. When I was growing up, we basically had the 11 o'clock news, the 6 o'clock news. And you didn't know what Walter Cronkite of CBS thought. You didn't know who voted, who he voted for. When uh, Chet Huntley, David Brinkley were on NBC, you didn't know what their views were. Uh, What we have now is kind of a 24-hour game show news. And you have two major divided networks that basically are pushing the agenda of the party that they're closest to. So an interesting perspective. He's kind of right. What did Richard Mark say? Or was he just playing the piano? Uh, He was just playing the piano in the background. Are you listening to me or what? I don't know. (laughs) I hear you. You Good points. Uh, and then one last thing, and this is uh, unfortunate news, and uh, I was not familiar with this gentleman, but apparently he was, a, he was a big deal in the world of jazz music and a Philadelphia native. Uh, I assume his, his name is pronounced Jaime, uh, J-Y-M-I-E, or it might be Jamie, I'm not sure, Merritt, I, was 93 years old, yeah? Yeah, I saw the name, and I, it didn't ring a bell, and yet he was a major musician. Yeah, he was a uh, bassist and composer who played with... Art Blakey, Lee Morgan, John Coltrane, Dizzy Gillespie, B.B. King, and many others in a career that spanned seven decades, he passed away. Uh, His son, Mike, who is also a bass player, said his father died at his home in Center City on Friday, April 10th. Uh, The cause was liver cancer. 
Uh, because Mr. Merritt was best known for accompanying famous jazz men and anchoring legendary bands, he didn't achieve the wide fame uh, accorded to some of his fellow musicians. Uh, but the West Philadelphia native, whose compositions, Absolutions, and Nomo were recorded by Max Roach, legendary drummer. Huge, yeah. And others was held in the highest esteem by his colleagues. Uh, so I thought that was, uh, um, you know, worth uh, pointing out that he had passed. Absolutely. And Steve sent that information to me, yeah. Uh, so there you go. That's what I have amusing news for you this morning. Yes, Kate. Just a programming note. I can't believe I uh, uh, fumbled on this one. <laughs> it's a football <laughs> reference. Uh, but Saquon Barkley of your uh, of the New York Giants is actually from Pennsylvania. Oh. From, like the Lehigh Valley. Oh. All right. Yeah. But I, he probably has ties to New Jersey somehow or another. And too. San Francisco. Well, I, too, yeah. I think because they play in New Jersey, that's his only really tie there. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, Kathy, give me a secret. I want you to think about this number. Okay, I'm going to give me a secret text number caller, please. I'm going to go with caller 27. Wow, going way up there. Connor's going to love that. Putting Connor to work. Uh, Sorry, Connor, I try to help you out, but they give me a hard time. Two one five two six three WMMR is the number. We are going to take a break, so call in now. Let's see if you know the secret text word, and uh, we'll get back and ready to get ready to wrap things up in just a moment or two. Stay with us. Back in the olden days, about five years ago, your only options to keep listening to WMMR when you got home would be to drive your car into your living room or turn on something called a radio. But now, through modern technology, the smart speaker that's secretly collecting data on you... What did you say? ...can also stream WMMR. Just tell Alexa or Google to open MMR, and magically we'll come streaming into your home. Plus, it may help distract your device from becoming self-aware. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Wednesdays are great. We do a lot of things on Wednesdays, like going on Fox 29, which we did earlier this morning. For some um, awkward Yeah, it was a little bit awkward. I don't know what was going on there. but I think there were uh, technical issues that were going on. I think you're right. They're, they're hearing things in their earpieces, and but even it's the aw- crazy. Even the awkward stuff is fun. Yeah. Uh, and we also do a secret text word, and that's what I'm fishing for now. We were looking for caller number 27, according to Kathy, and that's Brian. Hey, Brian, how you doing? Hey, what? Brian, what's our secret text word? Secret. Yeah! Yeah. Yeah. Look at what you guys did. I don't know that we've ever done that before. All right, Brian, we got three bottles of vodka for you from Stateside Vodka. All right, my man? Awesome. Thank you so much. You bet. Hang on the line. We're also going to set up... Adam Finnegan of Woodsbury, New Jersey, because that is the random texture that we grabbed. And don't forget that Stateside Vodka, Philly's hometown distillery, is now delivering right to your home, available through, uh, throughout Philadelphia. They're awesome. And the PA suburbs, you can visit statesidevodka.com for details. Wouldn't that be great if that <laughs> sticks around after this is all over? Home booze delivery. I have to say it's going to be tough to put that genie back in the bottle. I would uh-huh. have to say you are correct, sir. Uh, we have a bonus caller, and I'm going to go to, I believe it is Carmine. Hey, Carmine, how you doing? Good. Excellent. Great, uh, actually. Yeah, I would imagine you're doing great. Why are you doing so great? Because I texted in, and I won $500. Oh! How about that? Winner after winner after winner. Carmine, where are you from, sir? 
I'm originally from Pennsylvania, but now I live in Wilmington, Delaware. All right, my man. That's all good. And uh, how are you doing these days? What's going on in your life? I'm working. I'm an essential worker. I'm an auto mechanic. All, all right. right. Excellent. We definitely need to keep our vehicles moving. Well, listen, extra 500 bucks in your pocket for doing what you do, listening to MMR. We appreciate that, Carmen. All right, buddy? I appreciate it. Can I give a shout-out to where I work? Fire away. Car Automotive, Norristown, Pennsylvania. All right, you got it. Thank you guys for listening, Carmine. Rock on, Thanks, buddy, okay? Brandon, you're the best. Thank All right. you. Thanks, uh, bud. All right, awesome. there we go. Yeah. Awesome. Another chance to win coming up in less than an hour and a half. So it's it's that easy. You heard Carmine. He texted in. He won $500. Pretty damn awesome. It's a, uh, it's a nationwide contest, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> yep. Just and curious about we that. We get lots of winners. Hey, I want to thank our guests uh, for being on the show. Dennis Quaid was on. Yeah. Thank you very much, Dennis Quaid. Super nice guy. And it was a good interview. Probably our best interview with him. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and he's got a uh, podcast called The Denisons, uh, which is now up for your listening pleasure. And thanks to Bill Engvall, who was on the show, too. It was very, very cool to have him on. It was a lot of fun. Um, all right, I was hoping Pierre would be in here because I wanted to bring this up. Uh, here he is. I, it's, hey! It's, well, it's sad news, uh, uh, but uh, a legend in the world of radio and... Uh, Someone who worked here at MMR, Gene Shea, passed away. Uh-huh. I don't know if you had heard that news. I had heard it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jackie texted me about 3 in the morning and told me. Um, but and it, it was due to uh, coronavirus. It was. Yeah, yeah. He had had it. He had been in the hospital for some time. He had been on a ventilator. He was doing better. They took him off the ventilator, and then he had a stroke. Oh, my God. Yep. Uh, he How was 85. Was 85. Oh, my God. Uh, Gene Shea, you you just uh, can't say enough about him, aside from his time with MMR, which, relatively speaking, in his career was uh, a smaller portion of his career, although he started, I think he started here. It was one of his first stations. But he was instrumental in the folk scene, uh, the Philadelphia Folk Festival. Was he, yeah? was, uh, I mean, he was such, uh, he was synonymous uh, with the folk festival. And the folk shows that he had, starting here, um, we have a, well, I don't know where it is. It's uh, We don't have our artwork up at the moment. We have a great photo of him and Ed Shockey and Joni Mitchell uh, and someone else looking at uh, some music. Uh, going through some records, it's an amazing photograph. Going through his history, yeah, he co-founded that that festival in 1962. Yeah, wow, yeah, uh, wow. Every radio station he worked at after here, he he carried the folk show on, uh, and uh, I don't know how many stations there were. Uh, uh, WHYY, I think, was one of the. Well, I don't know if it was on that or not, or XPN. I don't know. WHAT. Uh, um, that was maybe his last one, but he did a number of. Um, uh, of stations, but every Sunday night would be the folk show. But he was instrumental in the careers of, of people like Joni Mitchell and and Tom Rush and those, you know, Joan Baez and those, yeah. and John Prine and people like that who we also just lost from coronavirus. And uh, so his uh, impact on uh, on radio and on the folk scene cannot be underestimated. Yeah, he had, uh, and also at, you know, at XPN and, and nationally syndicated the World Cafe, he gave that show that name. I did not know that. Yeah, I didn't wow. know that either. I was just reading up uh, wow. on his uh, information. Uh, you guys had him in here for our 50th anniversary, and uh, he also um, created a lot of our vintage station IDs uh, in our uh, vintage file, and uh, some of the, the coolest ones. In fact, maybe, can you go to the vintage ID and just yeah. pull one up? Yeah, um, which one? 
uh, I think it's uh, alcoholic. I think it's okay, called. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's he just would you know do these very creative things. Um, if if that's label, if I have it was over. near the top case. It was the second one down. Sorry. And it. all it no, basically right. is is he took a a, a a glass of ice and a soda and started a tape and put it near the microphone. You know, and it's perfect on a hot summer day. Mm. Here we go. We're WMMR. Philadelphia. The radio station. That's great. Some of the simplest things like that. Mm -hmm. We have uh, one in there. I have a, if if I can find it, I'll uh, try to run it today or tomorrow or in the next couple of days and and do a real solid tribute to him because um, I did an extended interview with him some years ago where he explains almost all those IDs. Um, and by the way, those out those IDs like that back in that day were so outside of the box. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, because everybody was else had like a do 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 jingles yeah. and really poppy banging. Hey everybody, it's uh, yeah, 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 pr- production. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but they would have all these little uh, these real high energy uh, production elements. Hey everybody, it's good to have you on the ba and, uh, <laughs> you know, the, the album oriented rock station I grew up listening to, KC95 in St. Louis, had stuff like that. And they yeah. probably got ideas from people like Gene and listening to MMR. And, uh, and, and I was, it was so cool because it was different than everybody else. Well, was, the whole FM, this, this style of radio was born as a reaction against Top 40 radio. Yeah. So the faster-talking, jingle-oriented, you know, uh, very tight boom-boom-boom kind of clips that was part of Top 40 and is an art in and of itself, and mm-hmm. I give it up to anyone that can do it because I can barely complete a sentence. But the way they would speak so fast and, and the tight jingles. So this whole style of radio was, let's just slow down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, I mean, it was also... The good part of it was the uh, it was speaking to someone, not kind of just like not yelling at, but that presentation of that top forty is just so so throw the pie against the wall as opposed to let's slow down and and speak to um, our listeners, you know, and um, play album oriented rock or you know not just the single, but we could go. What about that fourth song on side two? Right, that kind of thing. That's uh, and Gene was. Um, was uh, the epitome of that kind of uh, a radio announcer, and those kind of station IDs were so creative and so stony and so fun. There's one where his daughter, he brings her in. I, I can't remember how it's labeled, but I'll find it and play it. Uh, and he says, I want you to do a station ID, and she's about eight or nine years old. And um, uh, he, she starts to do it, and he tickles her, and she starts laughing. Oh, And it's oh. the cutest thing. Oh, girl laughing? Okay, yeah, do you mind if we play that? Yeah, All right, hang on a second here. Load it up. Here we go. This is WMMR in Philadelphia Radio Station. Oh, <laughs> And that was his daughter, who now yeah. has is maybe a grandmother herself. Right. I mean, that was done a long time ago wow. when, when that girl was a little... Little girl, you know, when MMR was just starting, mm. 69, 70, 71. Anyway, his legend is the stuff of legend. And uh, here's to Gene Che, and uh, I will try to uh, create a proper tribute to him in, okay. in either today or in the next days ahead. Awesome. Uh, well, we do need to take care of our business, and that letter is the first thing. You ready? Yes, sir. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the Preston and Steve Show brought to you today by the letter 
O as in orange. It's not even a word. Go with it. Orange, orange. Thank you, orange. All right, and we have a three hundred dollar Duncan E gift card. You can send a hero that you know a little thanks for the Duncan E gift card by visiting DuncanCoffeeBreak.com for every gift card that is purchased. Uh, Duncan is going to donate a dollar up to 100000 to the Duncan Joy in Childhood Foundation emergency funds. That's going to go straight to nonprofits helping families affected by coronavirus. You can visit DuncanCoffeeBreak.com and send your hero a Duncan e-gift card today. Uh, what's happening on your program? Well, uh, we will, uh, speaking of artists who passed, uh, Joey Ramone passed today in 2001. We'll do a block of the Ramones. Uh, we'll do a block of Incubus and a block of Steely Dan ah. and uh, and much more. Excellent. Um, oh, and the $500 rock refund opportunities. Yeah. Uh, you guys have done very well, by the way. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Very well. Good for you. Five in the last three days. Good for you. A bunch. I've done pretty well. Not quite as well as you, but noon and two, two more opportunities, four and six with Jackson, 8 p.m. tonight with Bam Bam. All right. Let me thank our sponsors, President Steve Shows, brought to you today by Acme. Order your groceries online and have them ready for uh, pickup at a time that is convenient for you. Each item carefully selected and brought to your car. Order online at shop.acmemarkets.com. Also brought to you by Duncan. Visit or brought to you by Duncan official official coffee of the President Steve Show. And by Gwinnett Mercy University. Uh, Gwinnett Mercy University graduates make the world a better place uh, by putting the mercy in G. Mercy you. Tomorrow, wow, okay. Uh, Scott Hamilton, first of all, joining us. The very nice. famous ice skater. Wow. And how about this? They're on together? Yeah. Donnie Most and Anson Williams tomorrow. How Are about you that? Potsy and Ralph. You can wow. tell Donnie about how you just saw him on Lobo. Just saw him on Lobo, two-part <laughs> episode. <laughs> trying to get Julie McCoy to marry him. That's crazy. <laughs> Donnie Most and Anson Williams on the show tomorrow. That's going to be a lot of fun. That'll be cool. All right, that's it. We are done. Rage oh. on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. What do you need, Pierre? Never mind. I'll tell you. <laughs> you sure? Yeah, well, I, the, the nice folks at Maniunk iPhone Repair fixed my iPhone. Oh, I'll see if they can fix your car. Matt and Rob, <laughs> uh, and uh, I will give them a proper plug later. They're great guys. Thank you, All Steve. Right. See you, gang. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Hey, I want to enter the Jeff Singer contest there. I want to be part of this. Next message. I would donate $1,000 for a five-minute coffee meeting with Casey. I have a man crushing him because he has an infectious laugh, beautiful singing voice, and a razor-sharp wit. That is all. Next message. (laughs) Golf with Kate Manning? Yo, that. I'd rather send pics with Brett Favre. That, That sounds a little more fun. The Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.